Hello, friends, and welcome to Out of This World Radio with your host, Ted Marr, broadcasting today from out of, from the wonderful studios of Doug and Don and on BBS Radio, and I want to thank everyone so much for listening. The purpose of this show is to make this world a much better and happier place, and I know that if we all work together, we can and will make this planet a much better and happier place. Um, the purpose of my show is to make this world a better place, and I want to thank everyone so much for listening today. With today's show, we should have about 329 million listeners with an additional uh, 191 benevolent beings listening off, off planet. The world is ascending right now, my friends, and I have some special guests on coming on in about uh, 25, 20, 25 minutes. And P, their names are P and Bard uh, Cullen coming to us live from Europe. Um, they've been in touch with a, a collective group of Pleiadians called Larkma for must be at least 20 or 30 years. And I myself have also been in, in touch with the uh, Pleiadians. And this week, I was, this, this week I was very fortunate to get on board on a ship several times. I'll be sharing my information about that as well, as well as messages from Pleiadian Admiral Halosaurus. There are now approximately 6.5 million Pleiadian ships now circling this planet, and they're all bombarding positive high energy uh, vibrations to planet Earth to help us all um, make the right choices for the ascension and to heal. There's a lot of um, lot of illness out there from the shot program, but um, they are helping people and they're helping them wake up to the ascension. I'm just so happy, so happy about that. Um, I wanted to tell everyone I've just finished my third book. It's off to the publishers now called Journey to the Other Side, talking with angels and benevolent beings and it's a how-to book on how to talk to the other side how to talk to angels how to talk to benevolent extraterrestrials and uh, i've been in touch with benevolent extraterrestrials since probably i've been in touch with the pladean since about 1976 or 77 and more recently i've been in touch with lots of other uh, benevolent uh, extraterrestrial groups and um, they do help me and i ask for their protection and all eyes of the universe are on this planet right now to see what choices we make um, for the ascension. Um, Earth is the literally the most exciting planet in the entire universe, believe it or not. Never before has a planet like Earth uh, gone from um, third dimension to fourth dimension and then fourth dimension to a fifth dimension, I'll say, within a couple of years. And <coughs> we will be shifting. Um, we should be shifting within the next... Literally, I'm not making this up, it was 7 to 14 days into the fourth dimension for the entire planet. Uh, we will stay in 4D for another two years, and that could be speeded up as well. Then we will shift into the fifth dimension toward the end of 2024. Never before, like I said, has this ever been done on any planet in this universe before. So there are many, many extraterrestrials now watching this planet um, and to see what choices we make. So it's incumbent upon all of us to follow our heart, mind, and to make the right choices. Um, and we've been here before. Many of us are old souls. Myself, I've been here almost 52,000 years, which is a long time. And my purpose in coming to Earth was to help with the ascension. So I've waited a long time for this moment in human history. <coughs> and believe it or not, my friends, this is the seventh try at ascension. Six other times in the past, we have tried on Earth, tried to ascend, and uh, we failed. Um, the negatives have come out and stopped our, our evolution, but this time we're, we're making it. Um, the negatives, though, are, are very clever. They've, they've done lots of things to try to stop our ascension, and I'll be going over that in a few minutes. The SHOT program uh, was marketed as a way to um, 
to protect yourself against this alleged COVID virus that doesn't exist. And um, unfortunately for many people, it's turning out to be a death sentence for them because many people are dying from it. But the good news is that the Pleiadians have pumped, been pumping in positive um, light force uh, energy into this planet on a regular basis uh, since November 2018. And especially now for the last year, year and a half, they've been, they've been, them bombarding the uh, planet Earth with tons and tons of, of very, very special uh, positive energies. Um, and so a lot of people's lives are actually being saved right now. Um, there's a remedy sheet, a free remedy sheet I've got for people who have been affected by shedding or who have taken the jab. And if you'd like, just send me an email. I'm happy to send it to you. It's all free. Um, and the my email is outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com or you can send me an email to uh, out of this world readings um, no yes out of this world readings um, out of this world radio at, at protonmail.com uh, either one you can you can send it you can send it to um, this week I've been spending a lot of time aboard the Pleiadian ships um, especially talking to my good friend Pleiadian Admiral Halosaurus um, there are now 6.5 million ships around this planet in addition the Arcturians have another 3.2, 3.1, I think they just increased it, 3.2 million ships now orbiting planet Earth. And if you are in a, uh, in, in a place uh, somewhere around the world where you can get a good shot of the sky, get yourself some good night vision um, binoculars and look up in the sky and you'll be amazed on what you can you can see. Uh, last night I went aboard a Pleiadian uh, ship, spent quite a bit of time there. It's a beautiful ship actually. And um, it's about, technologically realized, it's about 50 to 60, no, they said 80,000 years ahead of us um, in Earth years in terms of technology. And the Pleiadians are about 30 to 40,000 years ahead of us spiritually as well. They're humans just like us, except they, they exist in the fifth dimension, which is just one step well, it'll, pretty soon it's going to be just, just we'll, we will be in the fifth dimension here within a couple of years, but it's just, just beyond us here. Um, when, when we go into fifth dimension, we will be able to communicate telepathically. No one will be able to hide anything from anybody because we will be connected with one and the source. And for people interested in seeing their loved ones who have passed on, pets maybe, you'll be able to see them now in the fifth dimension. And it's, it's going to be such an amazing time, not only for us, but our children and children's children. And um, uh, we will be communicating mostly through our heart mind. There's two different places, two different ways people have to communicate. One's through their logical mind and the second way is through their heart mind. Uh, it's always a good idea to, to communicate through your heart mind. It's, it's something like 2,000 times more powerful than your logical mind. And if you And it takes time to learn how to do it. Um, that's the focus of my third book now, which now is just being being sent up to the publishers. Should be ready in about a month's time. It's called Journey to the Other Side, um, talking with angels and other benevolent beings, and it's an instructional book on how to talk to the other side. Because people will go into this high dimensional state here within seven to seven to, to ten to fourteen days, my friends. It's gonna, it's coming up very very fast. And um, they're going to be amazed about the stuff they, they're starting, to, they will pick up. People will become more and more intuitive, and you'll be able to read the minds of, 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 of other people as well. Um, 
One of the things I'd like to show quickly is a picture. Uh, uh, Doug, if you could show it, please. It's a, it's a quarter picture. I, I sent it to you earlier by email. Just let me know when you're, whenever you find it, and then we can put it up on, on the screen. Um, there's um, Thanks. Thanks so much, uh, uh, Doug, for doing that. These are two quarters. Um, the, the one on the right is one that was minted uh, this year in 2022. And the one on the left was was minted back in 1992. And if you look at the old quarter on the left, it says, In God We Trust. And that term, In God We Trust, has been George Washington. This is a picture of George Washington, has been facing that term, In God We Trust, since this Washington quarter was first minted in 1932, or uh, not for the last 90 years. Uh, some quarters came out during the um, Obama administration, but now it's full blown um, that in that in the new Biden quarters minted this year. Look very carefully at this symbolism, my friends, because you can tell a lot by what's there. Uh, in God We Trust is not in George Washington's not facing in God We Trust. They could have put it facing like they did the other years. No, it's behind him. He's got his back to in God we trust. So so some people are, some light workers are saying now that the current corrupt illegal Biden administration has turned and his government and the cabal government has turned their backs on God, which makes total sense for what they're doing. They're killing off millions of people through their shop program. They are doing everything that they can to destroy America and the world. And civilizations, if you examine history, you'll find that civilizations who've ignored or turned their back on God don't live very long, uh, don't last very long. And this civilization right now is not going to li- not going to last very long if we continue with this, um, um, uh, to, for lack of a better term, shit show with Biden, um, because um, you know. We Americans, we the people of the world, we deserve better than this, don't you think? I mean, um, but uh, there's so many. He's doing so many things to destroy the country. It's hard. It's hard to to write them all, to list them all. But this is something interesting. Next time you get a quarter in your change, or if you're living in the United States, look at the quarter and look at the "In God We Trust." That was purposeful in terms of the Biden government to turn their back on God. God. And as I said, uh, civilizations which uh, turn their backs on gods don't don't live very long. Um, The Hopi Indians are a beautiful people um, in Arizona. And as you know, I've been fundraising for clean water for them since 2018. And we've been very successful in raising monies for them because um, they drink uh, radioactive and arsenic flavored water with the result that men only live 44 years and women only live about 53 years. And um, anyway, but but if you'd like to, if you'd like to contribute to that, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. And um, your money's, 100% of all money's collected go right to the Hopi. We, we buy clean water filters for the Hopi where they're able to finally drink clean water without radiation and arsenic. But one of the things I wanted to bring up about the Hopis today, in addition to the, to the clean water issues, is that there's a rock on the Hopi reservation called Prophecy Rock. It's about 4,000 years old. And the rock itself, um, I should dig, I'll, I'll try to find a picture of the, of the rock before we close the program out today. But the rock itself has two lines. And the bottom line is a straight line that goes through the middle of the rock, goes all the way around the corner. And um, the, um, the other rock, um, the other line on, on top of that goes in a 45 degree angle and then it zigzags and stops at eight. At, and there's five squares 
<coughs> there's five squares in this rock when these two lines go go this way and and many light workers think that um this um this rock represents the two lines represent the bottom one lives the hopi elders say that the bottom rep one represents um peace and harmony and that if we learn to live in peace and harmony with earth and the planet and mother nature and god this civilization will continue forever basically and will live a very very happy and, and peaceful life um this is this is all what dr Emoto's work was about here's his beautiful little book called the message from water and this is what he sincerely wanted from people when he published these beautiful little children's books um he found that if he sends when he sent positive thoughts of love and, and, and gratitude to a glass of water on the molecular electron microscope level, you have these beautiful water crystals like this one of love and gratitude. However, when you send negative thoughts to a glass of water, like you fool, you get this disjointed kind of um, picture as well. Um, but that was Dr. Emoto's dream of, of people living in peace and harmony. And he, his thought was that if you teach people um, that um, your thoughts do matter and you can create your own world. And especially if you teach children to treat each other with uh, love and respect and kindness, that they, they would create a beautiful and happy world like these beautiful water crystals. Um, but, um, um, but that's the, that's the long-term long -term message of the, um, of, of the Hopi Prophecy Rock. Um, and the, the bottom one is a straight line. The top one is very interesting. Because many light workers in the Hopi say themselves that we are in the end times on this on the top line. The top line goes up at a 45 degree angle, zigzags, and then stops. And it stops right at the fifth square, which is symbolic to the Hopi for the fifth dimension, because we are now within two years, two, two and a half years of entering into the fifth dimension. Never before on any planet in this universe has a planet like Earth ever entered into the fifth dimension so quickly, so fast in a matter of years. And it's because our evolution has been held back for so many tens of thousands or maybe even millions of years. And it's finally happening now. God or the Supreme Being has decreed that this planet Earth shall ascend into the fifth dimension. It's happening right now, my friends, as, as we speak. Um, so the, it's a very important symbol, very, 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 very important symbol that the, the gift, the, the uh, symbolic gift that Hope have, have given us for our future with these two different lines on this rock. Um, and if you, I urge you all to read more about it um, um, on the internet, there's lots of materials um, there available. But this is what um, this is what the Hopi talked about, about us living in peace and harmony uh, with the planet. And um, the wars, the fighting, the disharmony, that's all in the past. And for those of you who um, don't wanna live in a, in a beautiful new age, of peace and harmony where people live peacefully and 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 in love in love and respect to one another mother earth doesn't want you here anymore she's given you enough chances and she will ask you she will either ask you to leave or force you to leave and for many people are many people who aren't awake are leaving right now and i wish them well they're going to another planet on the other side of the solar system um it's an earth-like planet created um um, like Earth, um, but people will be going there to work out their karma for the next 25,800 years. That represents Mun Mayakatun cycle, or the amount it takes, the amount of time it takes for this planet and this solar system to go around the central sun of this of this universe. I know it's a long time, 
Um, but uh, George Bush Sr. is there now. Adolf Hitler is there now. Mao Zedong is there now. Uh, Hillary Clinton is dead. She's there now. Um, it's hard to tell whether Bill Clinton is alive or not, but he's going there. And many souls, not only negative souls, but also souls who aren't awake um, are going um, there as well to give us some time to work out their karma, to get them ready for the for the next dimension, which is coming. It's not an easy time to be alive. The negatives are doing everything they can to stop us from evolving. But believe me, we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. And this is what I've written about in my messages from the Master's book. Um, see, I don't have a copy with me, but uh, it, um, it was uh, published a couple of years ago. It was just published two months ago in Germany. And if you do, if you are in Germany or in uh, Austria or Switzerland and speak German, you you can hit, this book is, is written in English with new translation and, and updates from uh, Robert F. Kennedy, John F. Kennedy, Nostradamus, and many other uh, beautiful spirits on our beautiful, bright future. It really, truly is an exciting time to be alive, my friends. And um, But we have to be aware. We all have to be like warriors now and stand up for all the stuff that's being that's being done to us. I'll give you an example. Our glorious fake president, Biden, and many people think that he's dead. Actually, he just exists on a CGI screen. His new proposal to hire 87,000 um, um, people for the, um, for the IRS um, now, and, and one of their criteria is to, to, is to get them armed with um, assault rifles to kill Americans. That's one of the requirements that Biden's IRS is requiring new recruits to have is that they must promise to shoot Americans and kill them. Isn't that nice? Now, um, even more shocking is that the IRS now is actively recruiting Antifa that's right, Antifa, uh, the ones who destroyed Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, Los Angeles, California, many other cities across the United States, they're, require, they're recruiting Antifa, um, murderous thugs, um, to, to be these new IRS agents. Let me give you an example of what Antifa did in Seattle, Washington. And I was there, I, went, I saw it firsthand what happened back in the summer of 2020. The, the mayor of Seattle, um, allowed, uh, Jenny Durkin allowed these Antifa and Black Lives Matter to take over um, a 13 block, roughly a 13 block area of, of an area close to downtown Seattle. It's called the called Capitol Hill, a very pretty area, a lot of parks, um, a lot of people live in, and work in the area, very, very nice place to live. She let them take it over. She sealed it off. And then, and then, then Seattle had cut back on the funding for police. Um, so that there wasn't really, and she told the police not to respond to many different uh, crimes being reported. There were about 8,000 people in that area over a three, four-month period during the summer of 2020. And during that time, there were eight, uh, there were 4,000 felony uh, police reports filed, um, many reports entailing horrible crimes like, like murder, robbery, sexual assault, rape, you name it. Um, and um, uh, this is uh, Jenny Durkin and mayor of Seattle just let Antifa run wild. Now, many of those same people who murdered, robbed, raped, sexually assaulted people in the Seattle area now, from what I've been told, are now being hired by the Internal Revenue Service to be their new agents. How would you like to have somebody like that um, uh, come to your door uh, with an AK, uh, with, uh, with an AR-15 assault rifle? Hmm? with the instructions to kill Americans. This is the kind of government we have today, my friends. And this is precisely why we need to stand up to this or they're going to wipe us out. I guarantee it. 
Um, and one of the things that I have a problem with, um, there's a guy, um, his name is Dean McDaniels. He says his name is Q. Um, he says for people just to sit back and let it happen. Don't do anything. Don't do anything for the ascension. It's all going to be taken care of. Well, that can be a problem because if you don't, if you don't actively stand up to this, my friends, they're going to run you over and you're not going to be alive to talk about it later. So um, there's many more things going on um, right now. I'll be going over that a little bit later uh, in the program as well. Um, both uh, Dean McDaniels and Simon Parks work together. There's been some new allegations now of rape and sexual assault of various women that they have attacked around the globe, and I'll be going into those details later on in the program. Um, but um, you have to be, a, be careful of what I call psychic charlatans who say that they're of the light, but they're not and um, they want you to follow their way. Of course, you have to pay for it. And, and uh, just be careful out there and trust your heart and mind. If something, um, people have two, two, two minds. They have a, a logical mind, third dimensional mind up in, their, in, up in this part of their body and their brain. And they also have a heart mind. The heart mind is something like 2,000 times stronger than, the, than your, their logical mind. And if you follow your heart mind, you're always going to be um, uh, uh, correct. And if something doesn't smell right, doesn't feel right, um, don't do it. And, and whatever you hear on, on, on a, a program, a television, radio program, media, even my show, if it, if it resonates with you, Fine, but if it doesn't resonate with you, this is a planet of free will, and you don't have to believe um, anything you don't want to believe in. I always trust my heart, mind, and I always talk to my angels quite a bit, and um, so they they help guide me. And I also believe in God as well, in the higher higher beings. And I believe there that there is a supreme entity, a supreme being, who created all that there is, and she's out there, and she's she is is helping us right now. Um, last night I had an amazing experience. I went aboard um, Admiral Sources uh, Plutian ship, and um, it's it has about five thousand people. It has, oh my goodness, eighty to ninety decks. Um, usually I just go to the uh, the main the main deck on floor uh, twenty six, and it looks like something out of Star Trek, except it's it's much larger. Um, all the way along. The perimeter of, of that main control deck are control panels uh, staffed by technicians. They all have light blue suits on, baby blue suits on, and they, they program the, com the computers on the, um, on the ship. And they're organic, by the way, they're organic computers, um, through their thoughts. And, um, and if you're in a bad mood or you send bad thoughts to, to the, uh, to the, um, uh, to the ship or to the engineering, you could blow up the ship. So you, <laughs> the Plutians are very careful about who they allow on the ship because they don't want people to blow up the ship. Um, but um, at any rate, um, they communicate. They communicate with the organic computers on the computer on the on on the ship on board with their mind and also with their fingers. They touch the the consoles are all colored and you, they touch the the consoles to program um, uh, the computer. The technology on board is between. 50, 60, sometimes 80,000, depending upon what you're looking at, uh, light years, uh, years ahead of us. So it's, it's quite advanced. Um, but they're humans just like us. That's the amazing thing. Um, they, they look like us. Um, they're a little stockier, but they look just like us. And they, um, they communicate telepathically. And so you can't hide anything. Um, they're, they're always there to help you. And they're really beautiful people. Many of us are from the Pleiades. I'm from the Pleiades, and um, my good friends Pia 
and and um, Colin Bard are now connecting in. They've been connecting with a group called LARCMA, uh, which is a group of Pladeans now for decades. And I'm so happy that, that they could come on today. Uh, Pia, are you there, my friend? Colin, are you there? Can you hear us okay? Let me see if I can get them to unmute here. In the meantime, while they get while they get connected, um, if you'd like a copy of my new book, Journey to the Other Side, uh, just send me an email. It will be out in public in about a month's time. And um, it's it'll be written in English. And then later this year, I hope to get it published in Germany in German. Um, and um, I'm so glad. Um, yeah, I'm so glad you're listening. Pia, Colin, how are you, my friends? Hi, Ted. Hi, Ted. Nice Great. to see you. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Might want to check your volume. Let me check your volume to make sure we're okay. Um, How is that? Okay. okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, Doug, if, if, if they need to, to get it louder, let me know, okay? Or let us know. Okay. Say a few words. I want to make sure that my listeners can hear you okay. Well, I can tell you that we missed not being with you last month. We're, we're so happy that we're here with you now today. We're, we're, oh, I'm glad you you made it too, my friend. Were you moving, or what was what was happening last month? We, we were we were moving and setting up a new studio, and um, we just we weren't prepared to be on air. Well, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that is. <laughs> I've been I've been doing my show now since uh, wow, it's almost almost nine years now. And um, and no matter how I feel or where I am, the show must go on. So I I continue in, in, in anyway. Yeah. So um, that's great. That's great. I went aboard um, uh, Plydean Admiral's Hello uh, Hello Sources ship this week, and I was actually on board la- just last night. Um, when I get tired of third three D here on this on this Earth, I go up there and I say, "Heck with them! I'm, I'm going to leave for a while. I'll take a little vacation." <laughs> do you guys do that too? Do you travel astrally uh, up there to see them or? We do. we do travel astrally, yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We also are told by many people that we show up in their bedroom at night or in the morning when they wake up, they see us standing there. So we know that others can see us when we're astral traveling also. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. P and Cullen, your volume on my end is still a little low. On the lower left-hand corner of your uh, screen, there should be an audio button. Um, it says mute on it, and then there's a little... A little pointed thing like this, like a, a delta symbol. Um, you can maybe turn up your volume a little bit. It could be on, on my end, too. Or it could be my ears are plugged up. That could be it, too. I'm not sure. One of those three possibilities. Well, Okay, well, it's up now as, as far as it will go. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. And I'm sure Doug would let me know if there's any um, audio audio problems. Well, um, I'm sorry? We'll try to speak loudly for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like people yelling at me, but you can yell at me today if you want. So. <laughs> 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 True well, there's so much to talk about going on. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's amazing to me. And I'd love Larkman's opinion on this, how the negatives are pulling out all stops. I mean, they're doing everything they can to stop our um, ascension. And um, did, did you, well, you, did, you know, you heard about the proposal, Biden's proposal to um, hire 87,000 people for these, for the IRS. And one of the requirements 
is that they be, sh- be prepared to shoot to kill Americans. And guess, guess who he's hiring right now? Antifa members. The same ones who destroyed Seattle and Portland and Los Angeles and other cities in the United States. So that really makes me, I mean, it's just nuts here. Somebody who just burned down your building or burned down your home or destroyed your office building. And, and, and Biden is saying, here, here's, a, here's an AK-47 or an AR-15 assault rifle. And don't shoot what you want. It's okay. Because now you're a federal agent and you can kill people. Legally, you can kill people. That's just wrong. I'm sorry? That's just wrong. Yeah, it is. It is what he's doing. And then Biden's border agents have forced uh, ranchers along the Texas-Mexican border. He's forced ranchers to open up their gates, the private ranchers. So the, so the illegals come through. I'm not against immigration, mind you, but illegal immigration I'm against. So they, they've come across the border and the Border Patrol agents pick, up, pick them up. They hand them out all valid Social Security numbers, cards, and then they bust them to a processing facility where they're given money and a plane ticket to different parts of the country and housing. I mean, why bother with, with immigration? Why even have a border anymore? Why, why bother? I just, but that's going on right now. I mean, there's more. <laughs> there's a lot more going on. Keep going. We're interested in catching up. <laughs> well, you're missing all the fun. You're not in the United States. You're not. You're not. You're not watching all this crazy stuff happening here. Um, well, let me see. Um, um, you, you've seen Biden, of course, with his mask that comes across right here. It's not him. It's obviously somebody's got a polyurethane um, plastic mask on that they put over his face. That's been shown uh, several times. Though the whole thing about the the raid on President Trump's house, that was ridiculous. There was no justification for that. There was no valid warrant. I mean, why do you think we have the Constitution? We have it there to protect people, of course. I watched an interesting prog- program last week about uh, the evolution of the Fourth Amendment. And during the British times, before we, we obtained our independence from Britain back in the late 18th century, it was standard legal practice for the king's soldiers to go into any home in the 13 colonies without a warrant. All they had to do was have a piece of paper um, and search whatever they like without legal justification. It was just standard practice. But that's why they, the founders of the Constitution, Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, that's why they wrote in the Fourth Amendment to, so people would be protected against unlawful searches and seizures. But that's going on right now. That's what happened with, with Trump. Is anything being done about it? I don't know. I, I don't know, um, but there's so much going on. It's hard to pick a pick an issue, you know. So, <laughs> well, they're going to do anything and everything they can do to try to stop not only ascension, but unity consciousness or anything that we're trying to do mm-hmm. that's positive or helpful. They're gonna do they're gonna do anything, pull any trick, or do anything they can possibly do at this point because they're desperate. They realize that their time is up. Mm-hmm. 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 And their time is up. Yeah, well it's about time. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> I've had I've had a series of death threats on me for the past year and a half. It comes from Simon Parks. And the and the Central Intelligence Agency and some other agencies, um, there are very some dark entities in there. I'm not afraid to talk about it. Why not? You know, I still accept the First Amendment. Um, but you know, 
I guess people aren't surprised, but um, so I lay low, and uh, uh, and I'm I'm also protected by the Galactics and the Pleiadians, and I get warnings. So uh, I know we're gonna get we're gonna get through this. Um, have you been? What is what does Larkma say about all this? I'd I'd love to hear from from him if you don't mind, or any words of wisdom. Larkma says that we will get through this, and that the dark has already lost. It's just not apparent in this dimension yet. And Larkma says that the energies are going to shift in October. So we are holding on until October for a shift that's going to come in that will hopefully turn the table. Okay. Okay, good, good. I've heard, I've, I've talked to the Plebeians myself about that, and they just smiled and said, just wait. I said, okay. I don't, if they don't want to tell me something, I don't press them. I just figured you'll, you'll tell me if it's important. That's how I look at it. So, um, I've heard the date, October 22nd. Have you heard that date as well? Yes. October 22nd is the date that the Venus energy changes and it's going to bring in uh, the energy of harmony and peace for the first time since the 1700s. Hmm. Mark says, don't pay attention to Gregorian dates but there will be an energetic shift around that time in October. Okay. Okay. One thing I know, the Pleiadians had a big celebration late last year. I think it was in December, November, December, or was it January? And they were having a big party on board the, the mothership. And so I was up, up there visiting and I said, what's going on? They said, well, we did it. And I said, you did what? They said, we shifted, we shifted the energy of planet Earth from negative to positive. And people have, more people have been waking up more than ever. They've been doing this now since uh, November of 18, that I know, maybe before. But they've, but they've been, been given permission by the Supreme Being to raise the, attempt to raise the vibrations of the planet, to raise people's consciousness, um, so that they would um, make the right choices. And also to help people heal from the SHOT program, too. And a lot of people who... I thought would pass away last October are still alive. And that's a good thing. I don't like to see people die, but they've been helping people wake up, raise their vibrations and create a better planet, which is wonderful, which is what a, a great, a great thing. So um, your October, your October forecast is something I've, I've heard as well. And, you know, we, we've been looking towards October 22nd for several years, actually. Really? Uh, Okay. Yes, a, a number a number of different points of view or schools of thought have been talking about October of 2022 for several years. It's mm-hmm. not just it's not just the Pleiadians. There there are, as Pia said, other astrological connections or conjunctions that will be happening. So. Mm-hmm. Many, many people from different walks of life and different ideas are all thinking that October is going to be a pivotal time. Wow, past that. I've, I've heard the, 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 the words that I've been given, P and Colin, is a game changer. That's a good way to put it. That's mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. what we hear, something that's going to totally surprise and change things. Mm-hmm. It's and- kind of like that like that old Monty Python skits where they used to say now for something completely different. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I think there will be something completely different and better for humanity as well. Yes. Yes. And we've, we've been watching the 
financial manipulations. And we've noticed that for the first time in almost 20 years, the US dollar and the European euro have been at parity almost every day for months now. Wow, yeah. That is an indicator that something is up because we haven't seen that actually, I think, since 2002. So it's been 20 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Since since this has been such a, a, a changeable and diverse connection between the two currencies. So some some kind of manipulation is absolutely at work here with with international financial markets. I I I I um I don't focus in on the financial issues very often because I I I make it a point to focus in on spiritual issues instead. But with respect to financial issues, um what do you think is going to happen during this the sea change this fall? I think there's good changes coming, but I'm not sure what. They, they talk about the death of the dollar. Of course, they've been talking about the death of the dollar for decades. But, so I, I don't know what or who to believe on it, to be honest. One thing that I think that people are fooled by, Ted, is that many people believe that when the energy shifts, all of a sudden they're going to be rich, that they'll be given money. And this is a planet of choice and responsibility. So whatever the change is going to be, each individual is going to have to participate in that positive change. It's not just going to be handed to them. There are a lot right. of people that they're just going to all of a sudden be handed a bunch of money. And as mm-hmm. you said, it's not about the money. It's about the spiritual path of abundance, recognizing that we are abundant in our connections with each other, recognizing that abundance comes in many, many different ways, and not only focusing upon the monetary aspect. Well, that's a very good point. I'm glad you mentioned that because um, I've gotten repeated questions from my various clients over the past, I don't know how many years, my friends. When's the RV going to happen? When are these Iraqi dinars going to be worth anything? When can I cash in my Cambodian dings and Vietnamese dongs, ding dongs, um, for, for real money? I'm just kidding about the Cambodian dings. But anyway... Um, yeah, and and I tell them, you know, I'd like I'd like to. They say I'd like to buy five yachts, six Rolls Royces, and and a small island in the Caribbean. And I said, you know, it's because you have the attitude of materialism. That's precisely why the RV hasn't happened yet, because it it from what my guides tell me, and for people interested, once people become service to others, then it'll happen. Because then people will be interested in helping others. The the reason why. This planet is in is in such a um, such a mess. You could say shithole, but anyway, I didn't. But the reason why it's such a mess is because people are so service to self, and they're not interested in anybody else. And because they're service to self, they don't care about any else. They don't help each other, and that's one of the reasons why it hasn't happened. That's how I look at it spiritually. When people are ready for it, it'll spiritually happen. I also think the banks, of course, have wanted to stop it. And they've wanted to stop our evolution. That's all a given. But I think it's more than that. I think you have to look at us. It's for reasons why it's it's happened that way. So, I, I think, Ted, that's absolutely right. And I think that what you're talking about is old paradigm understanding about money. Mm-hmm. Money, money has controlled the world for thousands of years. Right. It's high time that we step away from that 
And what, what you mentioned about the spirituality of how we can be of service to each other directly, not, not through a false connection through money or materialism. Right. So we, we are moving, those of us who are awake and awakening are moving away from that old paradigm and mm-hmm. realizing that, that service is the true currency. It's the, it's the, only, right. it's the only way we are going to connect in a heart-to-heart fashion. And Mm -hmm. by doing that, we're going to step away from this ridiculous consumerism. The whole economy is predicated on consumerism. Everybody everybody wants something more. Just like you said, people are talking about having six yachts or, or multiple homes or all of these things that have... That's the key word, things. That have... That's right. It has nothing to do with spiritual growth or that's or, right or the awakening of true consciousness. So that's right. Until people realize that they have to step away from old paradigm belief systems around abundance. Pia Pia mentioned a moment ago that we have abundance in friendship, we have abundance in health, we have abundance in many, many things other than money. Mm-hmm. And, until the populace understands that, we're not going to get to the place we need to be. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree with you more, my friends. But it's it's hard sometimes to make people see, see that, especially when, if they've taken the shots, all their chakras are shut down, their heart is shut down, the, the pineal gland is shut down, they have no connection with God anymore, they become like biological robots. But there is help for them. And, and there is hope for them in the sense that if you have taken the shots or you're very highly shedded, there's inexpensive remedies you can get. And you can always ask God for help. And the Galactics said that they would help too. And the Pleiadians I know are, are helping. So it's not the end of the world if you have. I just want people to know that. I have a remedy sheet I send to people for free. They just email me and I'm happy to send it to them. So it's it's not a big, not a real big deal. I know. And a lot of people too, uh, P. and Cullen, um, have been forced or coerced into taking the shots when they really didn't want to and said that you lose your job or, you know, whatever reason. But uh, um, I think people are slowly waking up as to fact of what's what's really going on with, with it. We totally, totally agree. Yeah. We we find that when we're in public, which mm-hmm. we aren't very often, mm-hmm. that the people we encounter who have had multiple jabs have become complacent, confused dull dull and really not their normal selves we we right. can see absolutely right. in, in people that we've known let's let's say someone who owns a, a shop or a store mm-hmm. who used to be gregarious and talkative and right intelligent yes. we're right. noticing they're losing all of those skills they're they're right. just, they're just standing there as as though there's no energy or no connection no connection anymore between what they're feeling and seeing and how they're communicating with us it's very obvious there's a very famous light worker i'm not going to mention his name for the sake, sake of privacy but he's a good friend of mine and he used to have a lot of conferences done does wonderful light work and now his light is gone people have noticed in him and he's not having the same conference as he did before. It's kind of dead. Um, and when I saw him 
at a Zoom conference. I think it was there. I was one of the speakers last fall. I could tell his aura had been shut down. His aura, people's aura, if you don't take the shots, goes out about 40, 40 feet. But for him, it, it was it was like he only came out a couple of inches. I don't know what it's like now. And the important thing people to realize too is that if you've been around, let's say not, you, you haven't taken the vaccine and you're in an office building and you work in an office, for example, and other people have, or you're go to a family gathering, everybody else has taken the shots, you'll likely get shedded upon. And shedding can be as bad as taking the vaccine because it can shut down your chakra system, make you sick, and and it can kill you too. Yeah. But you can reverse it with um, homemade remedies, with hydrochloroquine, ivermectin, with healing prayers, um, pine needle tea. There's lots of different things you can do. But the insidious thing is, is that for the vast majority of people out there in America and elsewhere around the world, my friends, they don't they don't realize what's happening to them. They feel low in energy. They feel depressed. People notice the personality change. They often get very nasty because what happens is that their um, their soul leaves their body at a, at a rate of about 10% um, per week. And over about five or six months, the... Um, uh, their soul is completely gone. And what happens is that once it's gone, a negative spirit will come into their body and take over. So, um, um, yeah, that, that's what's what I've been seeing happening. You've got 10 minutes. Anyway, um, anyway, that's what I've seen happening with good friends of mine. They're, they're different. They're not vibrant. That, that light that they had before, that beauty you see, the God that you see in their eyes has gone out. And they look kind of like this sad we, we do have some friends ted close friends of our own that have been exposed to people who are shedding and mm -hmm. they have grown up with heart symptoms neurological symptoms fatigue all of the symptoms of having the shot they're right. showing up in them and they haven't had the shot so we know how dangerous it is right and we also know that those who are exposed can be carriers taking the information to others so it can also travel that way. They can become silent carriers without even realizing it. You know how much the criminals, um, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, spent on creating the corona and the vaccine? $37 trillion. Wow. And it was all part of what's called lock, Operation Lockstep because when they created the, the, um, the virus, they also created the, the vaccine too at the same time. Yeah. And um, the technology that for the virus, for the nanobots, the mRNA technology, all came from the reptilians. And it came, originally came tens of thousands of years ago when the rep reptiles, and the Pleiadians know this history too, and the Galactics do. When the reptiles um, um, captured most of the Orions, they were humanoid species in the Orion constellation. And they took all the men and sold them into slavery. And they killed off all the women and children except for 1,600 women and children. And they genetically altered their DNA to become slave-like robots. And they removed God and the pineal glands and the chakra system from them. They're using that same technology with us right now. That's exactly where it came from. Mm -hmm. and, and they intentionally did it as a slow kill. So most people will die, take some time to do it. People take the shot and they'll say, oh, I feel fine. Well, you may feel fine for a couple of years, maybe a year or six months. But after that, you know, it, it does have health effects. So our, our, our government's been in control of the negatives. They don't tell us the truth. But um, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in the next couple of years. I don't think, 
I think people will get rid of their governments after this. What, what do you think will happen? We think the government time is over, that it's time for people to take sovereign sovereignty back, become yeah. responsible for their choices, not listen to some other voice that they think is higher than them. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. think that all that's going to start shifting in October. And by next spring, it may be done. We think, uh -huh. Ted, Ted, we really seriously think that people are going to start self-governing. As people wake up, they aren't going to need a government agency to tell them what to do. By listening to their own hearts, they're going to self-govern themselves by making the right choices in mm -hmm. service, in cooperation, in consciousness. So we agree that we think governments, as we have seen all of these, these for millennia, will fall away because people will no longer listen. People will take back their sovereignty. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. And I, I see that happening already. Um, they'll have no choice but to take back their sovereignty. Look what, look what the, the wonderful Canadian uh, truckers did in the spring of this year. You know, Canada took away their guns, but they still got their trucks, and they were able to shut down Canada. You know, uh, we, I, think, I think we Americans sometimes are too damn complacent. You know, I mean, lulled into a false sense of security. I mean, our children, they don't even teach the Constitution in, 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 uh, in school anymore. They just took it out. We don't know our rights, you know. They they advocate uh, drug use, uh, frequent drug use, and 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 um, they've dulled down the whole population. But we're waking up, nevertheless. In spite of everything, we're we're still we're still waking up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to bring up the Canadian truckers actually before you said it. Do you know Do you know about the the farmers in the Netherlands that are having the same kind of governmental control about how they can farm and what they're doing? I've, I've heard of that. Yeah, I sure. I'd love to talk about that. Yeah. Well, the they shut down 11,200 separate farms in the Netherlands. 11, what? 000, they shut down 11,200 farms in the Netherlands. And the reason they shut them down was supposedly global warming. That's garbage. It's, it is it's, garbage. it's ridiculous. It's complete garbage. It's, so the farmers are protesting like the Canadian truckers did. They're doing the same type of protest. They're, they're, right. taking, they're taking to the streets and the highways with their farm implements, with tractors and cultivators and combines. And they're doing exactly what the Canadian truckers did. They're showing their fellow citizens that they're not going to stand for this. Mm -hmm. And in, in the Netherlands, it's actually getting some traction. It's actually making a difference. So we're hoping that people will not only look at what happened in Canada, but they will now look at what's happening in the Netherlands and realize that it's time to stand up and say no. It's time to stand up and say, we are not going to listen to these lies any longer. We're going to take care of what we need to take care of on our own. Guess what um, uh, Democratic Governor uh, Jay Inslee in Washington State came up with last month along this route. He wants to institute a $300 permit per person. Anybody who has one cow or a chicken or, for example, you could even say if you feed a, a hummingbird or a stray cat, 
um, because that's leading to global warming. Um, and and they had this series. They had a public comment that ended last week. And and uh, talk about ridiculous, but they're you know they're it's Liptard Land. What do I say? You know, you know. I live in one of the worst parts of the of of the world, and um, they're just drink the Kool Aid and. Anyway, but I don't think they'll be able to push it through, but who knows? You know, in Seattle, all kinds of things go through, you know? So, Well, the the fallacy, the the ridiculousness of telling farmers that they're creating global warming by growing crops, it is so easy to see through. A six-year-old could say the crops that are being grown are adding oxygen to the atmosphere. How could it? How could it possibly be contributing to global warming when it's oxygenating the atmosphere? <laughs> yeah, that makes total total sense. It's it's another shim flimflam Ponzi scheme, garbage lies. You know, I mean, it, take your pick. You know, I but mean, the question, just... but the question, Ted, is how long is it going to take the populace? To really get it, that these these ridiculous mandates, these ridiculous legislations, these ridiculous assertions right. are so ridiculous. When is the populace going to finally wake up and say, "Wait a minute, I get it. This is a sham. We have to do something about it." And it's time for the American public, as you said to do something this is this is why australia has become the most police state in the world because the australians were more interested in drinking beer and playing on the beach than really listening to what's going on yeah wow that's amazing isn't it they they attack the countries where there's democracy to shut them down because they they can be a light for the rest of the world australia's a beautiful country i have a lot of friends there you know and um but they're doing everything they can to to shut them down canada's the same way you know what trudeau did in um in ottawa uh this spring when the police refused to go against the protesters he brought in clones from germany and they were killing people beating them up rubber, rubber bats and, and, and outright killing people. None of them, I don't think, were ever prosecuted. You know, it's the same old story. Yeah. yeah. One of the things, Ted, I don't understand is there's so much information now worldwide about the Bilderberg group and the Davos group. Mm-hmm. All, of, all of these elite men and women who are running the show get together once a year in each of their right. environments those people have been exposed. We know who they all are. What I do not understand is why someone hasn't done something to stop these two groups from controlling the world. These, these people are the ones pulling the strings, both, yeah. both agenda-wise, economically, propaganda-wise, all of the right. things that we want to see stopped Right. are being designed and run by these two groups. I know it. I know it. Did you see the uh, the the clip, video clip of the uh, Albert Bruja, the um, chairman of Pfizer, um, a couple of weeks ago, where he said that we are a purpose-driven company 
and that um, we have uh, we are on target, he said, to reduce the population of the United States um, by. Um, I'm trying to remember what his figures were. It was. Um, 70, I think he said 70, 80 percent by next year with the with the vaccine program. Very honest about it. I mean, that's like Adolf Hitler talking about eliminating the Jews. I mean, let's kill them all. You know, he's, you know, and they're all clapping World Economic Forum. I'll find the video and, and we can play it in a few minutes here. They also, Ted, Jane Goodall, whom I've always admired and respected, Jane Goodall is absolutely supporting the agenda to kill off the population, saying it's for the good of the planet. There was a video of her supporting the WEF this past week. Really? Wow. Yeah, that was wow. really heart, heart sickening to me. It was shocking. Uh, um, it, is it Jane Goodall? Own of Jane Goodall? <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, I don't see. I don't see how anybody um, who cares about humanity can. Can can even entertain any any anything like that? I think they you know. just don't believe that it's true or could be possible. It's right. just so out of their belief system that they think it must be all made up. They don't believe it. Uh-huh. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, what is what is Larkma said about this? By the way, Larkma says that. Not a good idea to expose yourself with people who have been vaccinated because okay. you get impacted with that, whether you realize it or not, and it will uh-huh. affect your own evolution. Be uh-huh. kind and compassionate to those that are trying to get well, but guard your own health because this is an unpredictable, engineered uh-huh. thing that they've got going on that can harm everybody. So the atmosphere is going to change and the energy is going to change to help people be able to get better, to get through this. But in the meantime, we have to be very compassionate of those who have been exposed voluntarily or not to the inoculation. And we have to keep a reasonable distance for our own well-being in order to complete our mission here on this planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the basic stance. I, um, what I was, I'd looked at the timelines, and I think a, a, a many of the people, the shedding will be, the issue itself will solve itself in a way because many people will just pass on. Yes. And um, I'm told by by my guides on the other side, uh, by the end of the year, it's going to get much better, and the the whole shedding issue will be totally gone by April, May, spring of next year. Because most of those people who've taken the shots will be gone anyway, so it won't make any difference. I also think that this is going to bring major changes. I, I can't hear you, Pia. I'm sorry. Pia said that, that this coming spring, as you just suggested, will bring amazing changes, new, new, new ideas, new inventions, new thoughts, a completely different direction than what we've been seeing for the past two years. Okay, that's great. That's great. Well, I, I can't wait. I know the Pleiadians themselves, I know from galactic history that they went through a terrific civil war 
what was it, 52,000 years ago? That's when I came, and I think that's when you came here. You might have been here even before that. You, yeah, um, but um, but you don't look a day over 10,000 years old, honestly. <laughs> honestly. You, well, so. I think I think we've shared spaces together before, Ted. Not just not just that one, but I think we have been colleagues and revolutionary people um, many many times together. Mm -hmm. I I agree with you on that. Let me do some checking here. Believe it or not, we were in the Civil War together. That's what I got. I, yeah. So, I do well, see that. I know. I, I know. I know that we were in, at Atlantis together. I'm sure of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with the Union now, but back during the Civil War, I wasn't. I was with the Confederates. I fought with them. So I've always been a bit of a rebel, but. Um, but during the Atlantean times, um, it um, we you and I, a lot of other light workers, we 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 met each other at the temple where I worked as a priest, hmm. and you were at the temple too. And we were all talking about conversation. Remember the conversation we had about how to stop this nonsense? Back then, they even had a vaccine toward the end of Atlantis that they were trying to control their population the same way that the elites are trying to control us now. Same thing happened. That that comes under the category of nothing new under the sun. This has been going. This has been going on time after time after time. This this is actually a replay of many other civilizations that we've been part of, and we have tried our best many many of these times to stop what's going on, and that's exactly why we're doing what we're doing now. Right, Which, I know. What you're doing with your broadcasts and what Pia and I are doing with our Pleiadian friends is absolutely remarkably <clears throat> similar to what we've done in other epochs and, and other ages. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're, not new, we're not new at this. We're not newbies. No, I know that. I know that. And this is like a Shakespearean play where we've all been here before doing the same thing over and over and over again. And it's kind of like, um, it's like a broken record that keeps coming back over and over again. And, uh, but this time we're going to do it. I know we're going to do it. Unfortunately, I don't know how you feel about it. Larpa thinks about this, but I think there's going to be a large section of the population that's going to go off and go off and they're going to have to work on their, work on their own spiritual path a lot more before they're ready to ascend. It's too bad. Larpa you know. calls that. Larkma refers to that as the great split. They've it's been the talking about the great split. Okay, yeah. They've been talking about that for at least a decade, about the uh -huh. great split that was well, coming. Now uh -huh. they say the great split is here, and those who have more work to do will die out of these bodies, and they will go on to create and work with their karma and their lessons somewhere else. It will not be on the ascended earth. Right, those, that's true. Those of us who are going with the earth are on a different pathway. And they said, it doesn't matter. Everybody gets to choose the rate they wish to go, but that's what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, I've noticed the same thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. But it's it's frustrating for me. I've talked to President Kennedy about this many times, and he says, leave no one behind, because it's a wonderful, it's a golden opportunity that, that beans will have to have to wait uh, it's considerable, uh, sometimes a considerable amount of time before the chance comes up again. Yes. You know? So if, if you... If you and I have been here for 52,000 years, or two in my cartoon cycles, and since each ascension cycle peaks every 26,000 years, then you and I, all three of us and many other light workers, we missed the last boat 26,000 years ago, right? We were one of the ones, we were one of the ones 26,000 years ago who weren't awake. But then Atlantis came, we were awake, we were unable to stop the carnage. So now we're back again. It's like some Shakespearean play that repeats over and over. It's kind of like, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Bill Murray Groundhog Day. You know, it's like yeah. every day it's, it's, it's like another scene, same thing <laughs> yeah. over and over again. Um, but now I think we're, we're, we're really waking up, which is good, you know. It's time. It's definitely yeah. time. Yeah. And, and President Kennedy says, and Jackie, our first lady, a real president with a real first lady, on the other side is, is saying that they're, they're helping us. They've been working tirelessly for peace ever since um, Jack Kennedy was assassinated by the cabal back on November 22nd, 1963. And one of his jokes he tells me, he says, what are they going to do to me now? Kill me? Ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> sorry. But he's here. There's no such thing as death, you know. I mean, he's still on the other. He's on the other side. Oh, he he like he liked that, yeah. So anyway, um, but there's no such thing as death, and we have a lot of beautiful spirits on the other side, uh, really, really helping us. Yeah. Well, Ted, pe people, most humans don't understand the whole concept of death. They don't understand that it's the. They believe it's the finalization that it's it's their their spirit or their soul is finished that, that they're they're no longer here they're no longer able to do things and it's really a shame that people don't understand that death is just a doorway it's just a swinging right. door right. and and that all of the people that we've known are still animate they're still real. They're just doing different things in a different form. That's true. Some, some of them go, go to school. Some of them who are more well-developed are doing what President Kennedy is doing, actually right. actually working behind the scenes. Right. There, there are so many different things that people do depending on what their level of consciousness was when they changed form. So right. it, it's, it's really a shame that people mourn the fact that people die and they think that's it, it's over, when it's actually a new beginning. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just a new cycle of more education, more consciousness going on and on and on until we reach where we're all going back to source. Mm -hmm. That's true. And we all have source within us after all. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here's a little tangent I want to run by you guys, which is interesting. The people who've taken the shot, who don't want to get help, um, on that path, some of them or many of them will become the greys of the future. The entities born without souls, without a chakra system, they'll become like biological entities. And when I was aboard the um, Pleiadian ship here about a month ago, I met, I met some people who were called... Entities called the uh, beings called the Sasani, 
Have you heard about the Sasani? No. Okay. Well, they're an interesting race. Um, they themselves were greys at one time, but they, they, they missed the God connection they had as humans. And some of the people now taking the vaccines will become the Sasani. They'll become the greys. And then in the future, we're talking thousands of years later on this one timeline, they will um, eventually strive to become human again, to regain their chakras, to regain their hearts, regain that spark, that God connection. And the Sasani I met aboard um, the Pleiadian Mothership about a month ago, um, they were uh, 80% human and 20% gray. And their skin is kind of pale. It's not green, but it's pale. It's between... Uh, not like ours, but it's a little bit paler. But they're very loving beings, and they have an officer exchange program on board the Plydean mothership, where some Sasani officers exchange with Plydean officers to exchange between the two. And so the Sasani are learning to be human again, and that's what they're learning from the from the Plydeans. I brought a friend of mine named M uh, from England up on board the ship, and um, so we had a, we had a good time, um, and they had a little party for us. And Sasani were there, and so I, I hadn't, I didn't know much about them, but I do now. You know, they're they're the um, they're the kind of the logical conclusion of what happened to people after they took the jab. They became greys. This is many thousands of years later, and then realized they made a mistake and they wanted to become human. Eventually, I'm told the Sasani will become fully human again. So they've come from from a, a, a place where they were 100% human, then they took the shot, reincarnated, became the greys, the slave species of the reptilians. Many thousands of years later, they they want they decide as, as a group, they want to become humans again. So they, they keep increasing their human quotient, their DNA humanness, from zero up to 100%, and then they rejoin the, the human the human beings are relatively uh, common out in the in this universe. Um, so it's an interesting thing. If you do ever meet Sasani, they're okay to, to deal with. And you have to understand their background, where they came from, and everything. That's so, great. That's great information. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I I first met the Sasani oh, about a year ago. I didn't know much about them at that point, but um, they've come in now because many of the souls. Getting the vaccines will become the Greys and then the Sasani as well. They didn't realize what they're doing, but it's too bad. But anyway. Well, this, Ted, this shows us that there are many, many kinds of evolutionary processes going on. There are, there are so many ways of evolving and some, some species, some cultures, some societies take the wrong road and it doesn't really matter because it's still experience for them and they will end right. up they will end up where the rest of us all end up it's just that they're going to take a different way of experiencing their lives and they they will end up it's not a contest about who gets there first we'll all that's get true. there we'll all that's get true. there finally right but different different groups need different experiences so what you explained is a great revolutionary story, mm -hmm. evolutionary and revolutionary. Right, 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 right. Um, he said even, I've been told that even the 
Um, pardon me, but but even the greys themselves wish they could break free of the control of the reptiles because they're they they've been genetically engineered to be a, a programmable uh, programmable uh, slave species for the reptilians. They do their dirty work, but they hate it. But because at one time they were humans, humanoid like us, not completely. I'd say about eighty percent human, seventy eighty percent human. But then they were um, con- uh, captured and controlled, conquered and controlled. That's basically what the reptiles are doing are doing now. It's going to fail, but they're still trying. Yeah. Talking a minute ago about the source that lives within us and how we're all connected with source. And that's one thing that needs to come back into awareness because there are so many people that we talk to on a daily basis who talk about how lonely they are. And the loneliness is that it's not a loneliness for a human companion, which is what they think or believe. It's the loneliness for reconnecting with source when they feel separated from source. So if people could recognize that they're not separate from source, that source is part of them, then they could make wiser choices about what they're doing and put their spiritual journey as the first priority above everything else. That's one of the things that Mark Mattel's this needs to happen. Well, that makes total sense, doesn't it? You know, and I don't, I don't know if you saw this or not. Um, um, uh, my um, uh, duck showed this earlier. Let me see if I might have it here. Um, there it is. This is the, um, this is the, um, the, can you see that okay? We see that you're screen sharing. Now yes. we see it. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay, this is the, this is the old quarters, um, the ones that were minted from 1932 to now, uh, or till last year, whatever. Um, you can always, they always had in God we trust in front of a picture of George Washington, okay? Um, the one on the right is the one that's come out under Biden's regime. Um, and I say regime because it's not really a democracy, but anyway... It's a regime. And look where God and we trust. God, in God we trust is to the left of George Washington. He's turned his back on God. And that's a symbolic um, message to everybody in America and the world that, that this corrupt, fake government, criminal government, has turned its back on God. And so it's not going to last very long. And all civilizations which turn their back on God and, and don't last very long. And this is exactly what's happened here. Just look at the symbolism in this quarter. It's a subtle change, but they speak, the, the message speaks volumes. Um, and also, if you look at, look at his throat, the goiter, it's huge on the new quarter. On the left, it's fairly, it's very small. That's because George Washington was able to speak his truth. Very forceful man, helped establish the country, the, the United States, on democratic principles. But this new George Washington, he's turned his back on God and he's controlled. And you could argue... One interpretation would bat is that his throat chakra has been shut down because his goiter's there. So anyway, I thought I'd share that with you. That's, ama- that's, that's amazing. That's amazing, Ted. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And look at two. Um, second thing, the the, the 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 quarter on the left, the letters for liberty are full, all of them. Um, but on the right, the new quarter. George Washington's head covers up one, what, one, two, three, four, four letters of the word liberty are slightly covered up. 
so we're covering it up, covering up liberty. That this is this is amazing. This symbolism can be seen by everyone if they simply look at it. Yeah, carefully, right. Carefully. Yeah. It, take that quarter out. Take that new quarter out of your pocket. Simple to do, and then look at an old quarter. Clear as day. Just look at it carefully. Now, the other thing, too, you can see on the left side, the 1992 quarter, you can see the, the bottom of his hair. He had, they all wore those wigs, right, from England. And the, what's the symbolism on the right? There's, there, there's none of that. Tie, it's tied around. I don't know what, I don't know what that means, but and it looks like there may be some sort of symbolisms as well for the uh, around the ear. I don't it's know. His hair it, is bound up. It's not loose. It's bound. Yeah, up. it could be a. Um, let me look at that. I, I'm not sure what it is. Maybe it's a skull, uh, a, a skull bones. I don't know. It may over the year. It looks like there could be a skull with bones on it. I'm not sure. This is anybody's got any ideas? Just send me an email to out of this world eleven fifty at gmail dot com. I welcome your ideas um, on it. But um, if you think I'm crazy, that's fine too. Um, but uh, um, anyway, a close examination of that <coughs> mirror um, of this these quarters gives you lots of give you lots of um, of things. Um, and also, if you look at the dollar bill. That has lots of symbolism on it too. This one I put in because it's um, uh, because it's it's kind of it's it's so obvious um, in terms of you know, noticing what's there on the dollar bill. There's some interesting things. Um, let me show you. Have you looked at the dollar bill closely? Well, not lately because we haven't been in America since these changes have happened. So we haven't okay. seen American coins or bills. All right. All right. Well, um, here's a dollar bill, for example. Let me get stop sharing here. Yeah. There we go. Here's a dollar bill, and if you look at the top of the pyramid, that's the all-seeing eye. And and some some people say that's of the Illuminati watching watching us all. Um, and these, of course, is the Federal Reserve note, which is a uh, note issued by private banks. It's Ill under Article Seven of the U.S. Constitution. This this note is illegal because only the Treasury Department can issue currency, not the Federal Reserve note, which is not federal. It's not reserve, and it's not public either. But there's a lot of things on on this note that um, that you got to raise questions about. If you just look look carefully, you can you can you can see it. So anyway, um, but. Um, Oh boy. Well, um, what what are things like where you are? Don't give out your location, but what are things like where you are now? Are people awake? Or are they kind of are they getting awake? Are they kind of asleep? Or well, there's a mask mandate back in place again, where we're told that we have to wear masks anywhere that we are indoors, and uh -huh. we have that fifty percent of the people comply with that, and the other fifty percent completely ignore it and don't don't listen to the rules at all. Mm -hmm. so a shift, but it's not enough a shift that everybody is saying we're not going to do this, but there is a small shift. Mm -hmm. I saw a video last week of people going through the Canadian border. There were Canadians going down 
to the States, like their son had a basketball tournament or something in the States. I think it was North Dakota. And they were driving back into Canada through this border crossing in North Dakota. And the immigration officer, um, the, the guy, the guy would not, he asked it whether they've been vaxxed. And he said, that's my personal information. I refuse to tell you. And he says, okay, we'll step over there and see health Canada. And he says, I refuse to see health Canada. And the guy said, okay, well, go ahead then. Have a nice day. <laughs> Even the Border Patrol people, Canadian Border Patrol, aren't paying attention to what the mandates are in Canada now. They don't care. They know it's a bunch of garbage. Yeah. He videotaped the whole thing, so it wasn't made up. I saw the whole thing. There was proof and everything. Yeah. So what if you just stand up to people and say, sorry, I'm not going to tell you. What are you going to do about it? Well, I think they're not going to do anything at this point. Um, <laughs> we we went into a grocery store and we we didn't have masks on. Uh-huh. And the security guard said, "You can't you can't come in." And we said, "Who told you that?" And he said, "The government told me that." And I right. said, "The government has no right to tell you that because it's not legal." And he said, do you want me to go get the police? And I said, yes, go get the police. Uh He left, but he never came back. (laughs) I love that story. I love that story. I love that story. Um, I have to concern myself with a third dimensional matter now. Of, of something with my computer getting a, getting a plug in to continue electricity. So what I want you guys to do is to con- continue talking and talk about, you, you sent me an email about some health products you had, some health things. I, I want you to talk about that now for the next five minutes. I need to check on something um, for the computer, and then I'll be back within a few minutes, okay? If you could, um, if, if you wouldn't mind just going solo for a few minutes so I'd take a break, okay? I got to check something. Sure. Okay. Sure. So, so go ahead. I'll be back in, within three or four minutes. Well, the health product that Ted is talking about is called Nanosoma. And it is a product that was brought to the world by an, an Indian doctor who says that the information is not of this earth, that the information plant material is from outer space. But you simply spray the product within your mouth for five sprays once a day. And it helps reset your genetic blueprint to its highest order. So it's not a cure. It doesn't cure anything, but it helps your body reestablish what it's meant to be. And there are many reports that people are having positive effects from it, no matter what the issue is that you're dealing with. The product is called Nanosoma, and Ted has the link to it. Uh, You can also go on our website either piaorlean.com or larkma, L-A-A-R-K-M-A-A.com under alternative health, and you'll find the links to it there, both places. Just look for the information on nanosoma. That's the information Ted asked us to talk about. But since we're going to be talking for a few minutes before he gets back, there's also information we should share with you about what Larkma says that we need for health at this time. Well, Larkma has been telling us for years that the energies that will be coming to Earth are going to be so different, so filled with light, so filled with lighter energy and lighter substance 
that we need to change our diets. We need to stop eating the habitual foods we've been eating forever, for generations, that the food we eat is too dense, it's too heavy. And their suggestion from their Pleiadian point of view is that we need to eat more live foods. We need to eat more fruits, more vegetables, more salads, more things that have electromagnetic energy from the sun in the food. So that we are virtually filling ourselves with light when we eat that kind of food, where we've been filling ourselves with denser material on the old paradigm diet. It's really quite a pleasant way to go. Cullen and I have been doing this off and on for years and years and years, but now we're doing it more intensely, moving off of vegan diet into a raw food diet. And it's amazing the amount of light that comes through and how much more energy we have than we did before. It's also a cleansing diet. So it helps those people who have not taken good care of themselves, made poor choices about all kinds of things regarding health. It helps them to restabilize and rebalance themselves. So if you combine the two things together, the new diet that the Pleiadians are suggesting that we follow to help our ascension process and to help our health and combine that with the nanosoma product, it's a win-win situation for a new health package. What, what we're finding is that the world is changing so quickly and so dramatically that many of the things we've been taught about nutrition are simply no longer working for the human body. Um, we, we've eaten heavy foods, we've eaten foods that are filled with chemicals, filled with toxicity, and what the Pleiadians have been telling us recently, and actually for years, as Pia mentioned a moment ago, is that we need to step away from anything that's adding more toxicity to our bodies, pesticides, herbicides, heavy metals, anything that's causing the dilapidation of the physical form. So if we can eat as much live food as possible, hopefully organic, but if not organic, simply washing the fruits and vegetables with, with either lemon water or- Lemon water combined with peroxide works great or, to take off chemical residue. Or they're older and possibly equally as good remedies, um, using vinegar in water, anything that will take off the residue of pesticides and herbicides that unfortunately most of our food is filled with around the world. So there's, there's two real reasons for switching diets with this. The first one obviously is the spiritual reason of preparing the body for ascension on this path that we're on and for moving through into the new paradigm from the old paradigm that no longer works. That's one very valid reason for doing that. The other reason for doing that has to do with returning to a state of health in these third dimensional physical forms because the planet itself is sick with toxicity. We have air pollution, we have water pollution, we have ground pollution, we have sprays on our plants. The, the earth at the moment, the environment is very, very toxic. So if you're in addition to experiencing toxicity with your water, the air you breathe, everything around, if you're also eating a toxic diet, 
then you're just getting too much toxicity for the body to handle and we become ill. And there's no way you can fight that without making changes that the energy is requiring us to make. Unfortunately, most people in the modern world, when they begin to feel ill, they simply go to a doctor and say, I have these symptoms and um, I don't know what's going on, but I don't feel well. And doctors at this point worldwide in, in the Western cultures and the Western societies simply prescribe pills for indigestion, acid reflux, all the things that these, these heavy, dense foods that we've been eating cause in the human body. And it's apparent that these medicines are not really working to make us healthy. They're only masking the symptoms. They're not getting to the base root of what's really wrong with us. But nature can heal us if we pay attention to nature. If we pay attention to nature and we eat natural living foods, the body can take care of detoxifying what it needs to, and nourishing and rebuilding what it needs to. Keep going, my friends. back there we are right well we've been talking about health benefits products that you can do and a change of diet ted while you were gone okay the new paradigm will not support the type of diet that we've been eating because we're in a very toxic world and the energies that are coming in are lighter than the density that has been here before mm-hmm well that makes uh that makes perfect sense, my friends. And um, especially, do you think the Happy Meal will survive or will it change? <laughs> not a Happy Meal to begin with. Because <laughs> those cows that died were not happy. And <laughs> will not last in the new paradigm. No, I think, I think we're quickly coming to the understanding that, that what we've been eating, what, what the, the, the medical industry, what the advertising industry has been telling us all of these years that you need to eat this, you need to eat that. The whole pyramid of foods that we're supposed to eat is absolutely upside down. Um, yeah. we, we've, been, we've been fed, and I mean the pun of this on purpose, we've been fed a bad bill of goods about what nutrition should be for us. And mm -hmm. Our bodies have gotten sicker and sicker and sicker since World War II, since the invention of artificial fertilizers, pesticides, and herbicides. Right. And the food that we've been eating has actually been making us sicker than it has been making us healthy. And people need to make choices. People need to step away from addictive behaviors in the foods they eat. They need to step away from the lies of the dairy board, the beef board, all of the boards that were established after World War II that say, you should eat this. The only reason they told us we should eat this is because they make money producing these things that they want us to eat. And also because it makes us sick and their goal is to make us sick and die. Right. The study, there was a study I ran across um, last year 
um, that showed the difference between um, high school students in 1972, seniors, um, as part of a gym class, and those in um, like, uh, what was it? it was like uh, almost, what, 50, 55 years later. And a lot of the, lot of the kids in the, in the gym class were all overweight. Um, they, they had uh, problems with obesity, but the, all of the kids, but looking back in 72, all of them were in perfect tip-top shape all slim and trim could could uh you know participate in running marathons and swimming exercises all kinds of of uh, physical events and so you could tell the difference in the bodies and that was the difference of between all the the fake foods and the food additives and everything that's been introduced to the american public and the world for the last 50 60 years you could see the difference in them far more healthily healthier back in the early 70s and Absolutely. i would say before that as well yeah, absolutely. Um, there, there are a number of documentaries that, that have been created in the past five to 10 years talking about the ridiculousness of what the human race is eating. And um, one, of them, one of them was the famous movie about the guy that ate only a McDonald's for a year. Oh, yeah, right. And how absolutely sick he became. And and how when he stopped eating that diet, his health came back slowly, but it ended up being extremely healthy by eating the right kinds of food. But uh -huh. there, are other there are other documentaries out there also. Um, there's a great one about the difference between the food that's now served in public schools given to our children compared to what you just said about something that was being given 50 years ago. The food, right. that, the food that was prepared in public school cafeterias 50 years ago was basically pretty healthy food. Yeah, it was. And, yeah. and, now, and now, because of economics, most schools in America don't have cafeterias where the cafeteria ladies prepare the food or serve the food. Right. Most school districts are now giving the children pizza or hamburgers or hot dogs or things that are filled with absolutely toxic non-nutritional food and people right. don't realize that that is what's adding to the obesity problem in children they're mm -hmm. they're being fed stuff that has no nutrition empty calories mm -hmm. that's actually harming their bodies rather right. than rather than helping them nutritionally well, well, that means that's amazing. I know from talking with my Pladean friends, and I'd love Larkman's comments on this. They don't need to eat like we do because they're in a higher dimension. And if they so choose, they can live off basically the prana or energy of the universe. Absolutely. And they do eat socially. They do eat socially. They can, but not the way that we do. And, and go ahead. I'd love your comments on that. Well, Larkma wrote a book called Pleiadian Manual for Accelerated Evolution and Ascension. And in that book, they have the Ascension Diet. And they talk about the fact that we should be moving, if you're not already vegetarian, you definitely should move to a plant-based vegetarian diet. And then from there to a vegan diet. And then from there to a raw food diet. And then from there, we move towards living on love, light, and water. And what Cullen was explaining about the electromagnetic properties of fresh living vegetables and fresh living fruit, that is living on light. 
So we have our water, we have our light by eating that diet, and we also are living on love by connecting with each other with non-judgment and compassion. So we're moving towards the diet that the Pleiadians sustain themselves on of love, life, and what love, light, and water. And that's why this particular movement now is so important for everybody who wants to be on the path of ascension to get on the living plant diet. They, what's they what's it called? What's it called? Yeah. Called again? I'd love it. Can I get a copy from you guys or? Of the book? Yeah. Sure. 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 Well, what's it called? What's it called again? Well, it's Ted. It's part of a trilogy of books that we've written. And um, it's the third book in, in what Larkma calls the Wisdom from the Stars trilogy. And the third book is Pleiadian Manual for Accelerated Evolution and Ascension. That's the one that has the Ascension Diet at the back of it. But what, I, but what I wanted to add was when we first were introduced to our Pleiadian friends decades ago, they told us you will at some point in your evolution as humans be able to survive on love, light, and water. And we, wow. thought, we thought that's a novel idea. I mean, all those years ago. And that's beautiful. What what we're understanding now is that is where we humans are going. That's, and it's also where we are now, those of uh -huh. us who are already doing the living diet. We're living on the light from that living food. I see. That's, that's a step towards moving to living on love, light, and water. And mm -hmm. I can tell you from a personal standpoint, I'm a, I'm a long-time faster. I have fasted all my adult life. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have done literally hundreds of fasts over, over my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And when I fast for 30 days, only on water, I find that my cognition, my clarity, my mental clarity, my connection with other realms, other dimensions, completely becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. The longer I don't eat, the more clear and the more energy I have. Really? When, I, when I fast for 60 days on diluted fruit, fresh fruit juices that are diluted with spring water, I get into an ecstatic state where I am so connected to source, other realms, and an energy that feeds me without eating solid food. I'm, I am a living proof that as you said a moment ago, Ted, maybe we can live on prana. Maybe we can live on the energy that's surrounding us. I am a human testament to the fact that that works. It really does. I know a place at Mount Shasta, downtown in the city park, where water comes out of a spring. It's the headwaters of the Sacramento River. We, and we know it well. We know it very you well. You know that place? Okay, that, that water um, is very high vibrational, and it's full of, of minerals, which... Um, reverse cancer, cure cancer. You're aware of that. So, um, yeah, that's an um, amazing place. Yeah, I've been there. Well, I'm going to tell you a side story about that place. We were standing there one day because when we were living in America, we presented Larkma every other week in Mount Shasta. We had Larkma gatherings every other week. Oh, and beautiful. We when was that? When was that? Uh, 2009, 2010. 
2011, 2012, 2013, 2013. Oh, wow. I've been going there since 15. So anyway, just after. But we used to go to that particular spring you're talking about. And one day we were there and this man walked up to us that we'd never seen before. And he just said, I have something to tell you. And we Uh said, okay. And he said, you know that two thirds of the light workers left the planet. That's why it's so hard for those of us who are still here because they chose to leave. And we sort of did a double take and went, what? And he no. said, it's true. It's true. No. So that was kind of an interesting experience. We've had, we've had a number of experiences. We're talking about not the, not the fountain in the city, in the city, but the actual source of the water that's, yeah. that's, that's not downtown. Do you know that place? Uh, no, I don't. We can. Well, there, there, that's where the water bubbles up out of the ground. Okay. Okay. And when you're there, when you're there next in Mount Shasta, ask somebody where the source of the water is, and they will tell you to drive back towards Ashland or the 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 border between California and Oregon. It's right. just a it's just a couple of miles from downtown Mount Shasta. And there's an actual spring that bubbles up. It's not a creek. It's not a river. It actually bubbles out of the rocks right there. And that is the true source of the water in Mount Shasta. And you also meet some very interesting people there. From all over the from world. All over the world. Is that, is that close to weed or close to Rairica? Not that far. It's, no, no, it's not. It's on the direction towards weed, but it's not that far. It's closer to Mount Shasta. It's not. It's not on on the Interstate Five road. It's the small road that, that goes through the middle of Ash. That go, goes to the middle of Mount Shasta. Mount Shasta. You just keep going on that road. And it's on the left. You will be able to get. You'll, you'll be it. able to get directions from somebody um, if if you go to the go the, to the crystal room. The crystal room. And ask there; they'll be able. They'll to be able to tell you. Okay, thank you. You know, it's a fascinating. It's a fascinating place um, where the energy is just—it's—it's it's remarkable. People mm-hmm. people bring their own containers and fill their containers so they can take them home with them or take them from wherever they live. Wow, amazing! Huh? Well, you learn something new every day. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I think there's other places around there, too, with similar situations. Because I think there's more than one spot where they add this, the, the, the vibrations are high and the water's coming from Telos. Yes. Um, but that's, that's really nice to know. Thank you. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, um, but there has been an war, ongoing war right now. It's ongoing right now between the reptilians, the greys, um, indirectly the Pleiadians and certainly the people of Telos um, of a conflict. They're, the reptiles have been trying to take over Mount Shasta. Um, that's what I've heard that's been going on now. Have you heard much about that? Well, no, no but that doesn't surprise us at all because mm-hmm. any any place that is so filled with light, any place mm-hmm. that is so filled with with special energy of which there are many around the world, obviously, they, the the controllers, it doesn't matter who they are, what, what group they're from, want to stop that energy helping humanity. So, yes, 
Yes, we understand that. No, we don't know about that particular war, but yes, it, it, it's happening in many, many spots around the world. Well, we do have some information from Europe that's pretty interesting in the opposite direction about the help that we're getting. The biggest season of crop circles that has happened since 2009 is happening this year. And in Britain? Crops, in Britain. And the crop circles are amazingly symbolic. Well, the uh -huh. things that they are showing in the crop circles are like clear messages for what humanity needs to do and the directions we need to go. They're really spelling it out for us. The symbolisms are, are so obvious. Um, we, we used to be crop circle hunters. We, we spent years finding and being inside crop circles. It was such a wonderful experience for us. Experiencing the energy of them. From, two, from 2009 until... Probably 2013. 2013 or 2014, we spent each summer in the counties in southwestern England, where most of the crop circles occur. And we had the most amazing energetic experiences. And we stopped going because the crop circles sort of died down. They weren't happening anymore. Now this year, for the first time since 2009, there's a huge resurgence of these beautiful shapes that are popping up all over the place. Well, thank you for telling me that. I'm uh, not doing any traveling this year, but um, some other year I would love to go and see them. Um, well, you can see them if you look at Nexus News. Nexus News, um, I think it's nexusnews.com, nexusnewsfeed.com. They post the crop circles on their newsfeed every time they come up. So you can look at them there. You can also probably Google crop circles 2022 and you could probably find them there. So you can get a representation of the imagery without traveling to get there. Okay. Um, hold on here. Um, uh, I just got a note. I thought we had a long day today of three hours. Um, but apparently we've got uh, just two hours. So I'm just checking with the. Uh, I guess we only have we have three minutes left, which is which is which is uh, which is too bad. I love talking to you guys, and uh, it's always so much fun. Um, you're doing such beautiful work. Um, um, yeah, and and I was told. Um, I'll wrap this up here. Give me a couple minutes. Um, I was told that um, uh, that um, the um, um, when when the benevolence can't get through to the governments, they'll put the crop circles in to give messages to humanity um, so that they can talk to humanity um, directly without going through the governments, which are often corrupt. I mean, look at our government's terrible. So, you know, it's it's um, it's yeah, it's just part of that. Um, if you could share your website, please. We don't have much time left, but people can order things from you and contact you would be great. It's <laughs> L A A R K M A A dot com. Okay. .com. And the nanosoma okay. product we talked about is on Pia, P I A, Orlean, 
O-R-L-E-A-N-E.com. Okay, so you can great. Both of those websites and get information. And great. I would ask you, Ted, if you'll ask your producer to please send us the link for the for this I'll show. I'll do that. Please, so we can share it with our audience as soon as you have the show ready to go. We would appreciate okay. it. Oh, we've, we've got some, we've got some, we have some extra time. <laughs> so it uh, looks like we, I was just granted by the production gods. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Okay, great. Great. So we, we have some more time. I was told also, it was, let me tell you a funny story about Admiral Halosaurus. I first met him back in, in um, July of 2019. And I saw his, I saw the mothership up there and I asked him to go up and they went up. And then they went down. I asked to go left. They went left. And then they went right. And uh, the message I got is that, who are these crazy humans asking us to do this with our spaceship? <laughs> so the next thing I know, we have a fire there at the campsite. And, okay, I'll just say. Um, Um, anyway, uh, and so he beamed himself down, and there he was in the fifth dimension, and you could see him, if if kind of you could see him in the ephemerably in the um, um, in the light of the of the campfire, and and so I we started asking him questions, and I offered him some earth food, and he says, oh, it's too polluted, you know, and, I, and, and then I said, well, it's organic, and he says, well, I. I don't trust the labels, you know, your organic is not really organic. So, um, and they had harvested chocolate many thousands of years ago from this planet when it was fresh and not polluted in anything. And so they had, they were able to replicate it on board the ship. And so, um, Adam Halosaurus, I've gotten him, he's a nice fellow. Uh, he gave me quarters up on the ship. And so in my quarters, I have a replicator and he showed me how to program it for um, Mexican organic hot chocolate, which I find delicious. I love the cinnamon and everything, all the spices. So I program it for that. And it's, it's, uh, it's very high vibration and tastes, uh, tastes great. So anyway, yeah, it, it tastes, uh, tastes great. So, but it's funny. They don't like, I think they're very, I think they probably still, I, I've heard they get fruits and vegetables, especially fruits from earth here, but they're very careful about what they pick because they don't want, pesticides and herbicides and bad things in it so which is understandable so that's a great story i, yeah. I wanted i wanted to go back ted to crop circles for a moment if, if okay I may. sure go ahead i i think the weirder and the crazier this this situation is unfolding on earth with all of the controlling elements and all of the things, all the chaos, everything that's not working in the way some of us would like it to be working. It seems to me that crop circles are going to occur more and more with more symbolism that will be detectable to those who, who can see and understand symbolism. So I think we're going to see more crop circles um, cropping up than, is that a pun? It's a pun. Um, <laughs> than, than we have for, for maybe a decade. So mm -hmm. I, I think we should be prepared <clears throat> to look at these crop circles and be able to deduce or figure out what they're trying to tell us. Uh-huh. I, I think you're right. There's there's a lot of hidden symbology. <clears throat> there's been books written on it, actually. Mm -hmm. um, what kinds of messages 
did you get from the first crop circles you saw back in when you first started going to southeast southwest England? They were very varied. Uh, one crop circle we went into made us nauseous and gave us headaches. And mm-hmm. it gave us a message about some of the history that this planet has been through and how not to repeat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another crop circle we went into gave us a feeling of inspiration and expansion and breathing in uh, a higher level. Another one that we went to made us gave us the message that we saw a spacecraft coming in to Earth. And it was showing us the connection between when they come in and when they leave. We had lots and lots of different messages. The, the interesting, the first one that Pia described that made us feel uncomfortable, we, we were nauseous, headachy. That particular crop circle design was of an Aztec traditional classic design. And what we got from that was that we're not to repeat some of the ceremonies, some some of the atrocities, some of the sacrifices that the Aztecian society was involved with, because it was darkly induced. It was not it was not of this earth, and it was not pleasant. So we we got we got that message so clearly, and it was a huge crop circle. It took us way too many minutes to walk out of it. We wanted to be away from it immediately. We couldn't because it was so big. But we've we've experienced the gamut from absolute pain, absolute discomfort to the most euphoric, the most uplifting, the Bliss. most blissful um, energies. They're, they're amazing. It's not just the, the visualness of the design it's the feeling state. It's it's the energy also that you get. I'm getting goosebumps, Ted, telling you about this because it's so it's so filled with with life and energy in many of the circles. I have to tell you something about your comments about the Aztec uh, ceremonies. Um, back in '17, I flew to um, uh, Peru, and. Um, and there was a layover in Mexico City. So I took advantage of it. And um, I was jet lagged, but I still did it. Drank lots of Mexican hot chocolate. <laughs> and um, went off to the Valley of the Moon and Valley of the Sun at Teotihuacan. And I asked, I asked this guide, what is the name of this street? He says, it's the Avenue of the Dead. And then I started reading up on some of the blood sacrifices, and I said, "Wow, this energy's not good." And then um, I had a I had a seller come up to me, and he said, "Senor, Senor, I have wonderful things for you." I said, "Okay, well, show me what you got." And he showed me this. It was it was really quite attractive. It was an Albaloni mask, and I said, "And I said, what was it used for?" He says, "It's a replica of what they used to use in human sacrifices on the Avenue of the Dead." Um, they'd wear this before they were killed to, for the gods. And I thought, it took me about two seconds to decide I didn't want it. Anyway, um, but I know what you mean about the about the negative energy. So what that was that crop circle put there by negatives? Or was it put there by positives to, for, for people to understand what... Okay, all right. The, the, that it was... Good to guide yeah, us. Absolutely. But the, but the higher energy ones, we should spend more time on because the higher energy ones 
really inspire us to become who we are and remember that we're divine and remember that we're connected to source. Uh-huh. Those are the ones that we just could sit in for hours and hours and hours, just being in the energy and soaking up what the messages were. Those are the really positive ones. And the ones that are showing up this year are like that. They're showing up like that, like be in the positive energy. Yes, the around you is not good, but be in the positive energy. Stay mm-hmm. with it. Keep your vibration up. And that's what we're doing. Well, that's wonderful advice for the present. Because that's yeah. an issue that myself and I know many light workers are dealing with now with so much negativity going around. You know, before this scamdemic started a couple of years ago, I think we were on a fast track to ascension. I still think we are. And the negatives saw that, and that's why they've tried every way they can. The other thing to stop, the other thing they've done too, is that they've, uh, they have turned some light workers from the light to the dark. And, and people who say they're at the light, but they're not. Oh, Ted, Ted, (laughs) we have, we could talk to you for hours on this subject, believe me. There are so many false prophets here on earth peddling, peddling absolutely false information that, that many people, a large part of the population is eating up this, this total misinformation, this total false prophet gobbledygook. Um, it, it's, there, there are many, many people in what, what used to be called the New Age circuit or the new age um lecture tour circuit there are many there are many 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 people who are making literally hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars peddling dark information pretending that it's helpful and uplifting and maybe we should do our next show when we're together focus on that and go into it a little more deeply because there's a lot to say about that well it's getting really late here for us. So I think we're going to have to sign off pretty soon. But I don't want okay. to miss talking about this topic in depth. So maybe we can go. Maybe into just a- maybe just a few more minutes and then I'll let you go. Okay. I, I, I won't keep you too much longer. I know it's getting late there. Uh, one of the things I was going to mention to you is um, uh, Simon Parks had a thing about a month or two ago where he asked all of his, his, his uh, followers in Connecting Consciousness to visualize a a black dark box around their head and this was supposed to be for the ascension i've never heard such nonsense in my entire life and i made a facebook post and i had a show on it well without 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 incriminating anybody or calling names i would have to say it's possible and I'm looking around, not really looking at you, but it's possible that the personage that you're talking about is someone that I was just describing a few moments ago. Oh, I see. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm not afraid of him. Um, he's, he's, he's been the one trying to, to kill me now for the last year and a half or so. Um, but I know quite a bit about him, and I think he's a charlatan. Um, I think he used to be good, but then he decided to join and work for the other side. And that's the same thing with uh, Q. His Q's real name is Dean McDaniels, and I, I know him personally. Uh, the, the problem I have with both of those these gentlemen is I've gotten consistent reports of them both of raping and assaulting women all over the world through their sessions. Now, I don't know how they do it, but they do it because I've, I've, I've got the names and I've got uh, contact information for 
bunch of women who've experienced it and it's not very pleasant. So my, my only caveat to people, especially women and men too, they've attacked men, is just be aware if you get into, if you get a reading from any of those two gentlemen that you do run the risk of, of getting assaulted, sexually assaulted. And he, they, especially with Q, uh, Dean McDaniels, he can hypnotize you um, and does hypnotize people to control them. So that's the only thing I say. I think he's on, uh, yeah, so um, just something you should be aware of. Um, I, I, think, I think the old saying that power corrupts is yeah. absolutely, completely part of what we're discussing right now. Mm-hmm. There, there are so many people who are giving false information and becoming famous because people believe what they're saying. Right. Part, part of their negativity is concerned with aberrant behavior of all kinds. So with, with the, the idea of speaking about false prophets, many of them are doing nefarious absolutely negative things to their followers whether it's psychological physical Mm -hmm. emotional it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. but that's part of their shtick that's part of their their way of controlling people and they reel these people in by making them feel comfortable or making them feel as though they're truly being listened to and truly being supported and using the right words that sound good that are supposed to be spiritual with no substance behind them right 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 yeah well whoever people it's it's fine if you want to follow people you know and see what they say you know i uh, there's people certain people i don't necessarily follow them but i do like to listen to see what they say and as with everything else if it resonates in your heart, you know it's right. If it doesn't resonate, then, and even with my shows, if I say something that you disagree with, that's good because that shows you have free will. I'm not telling everyone that I have the truth. You know, I just do the best I can as a human. I'm not perfect, but um, we all do the best we can in on this planet. And um, if we were perfect, we'd already be angels flying around the planet and, and um uh, so um, that's exactly what Larkma says, even Ted. Larkma always tells people, "Don't believe us. Trust in your own heart. If it resonates right. with your heart, it's true. If it doesn't resonate with your heart, let it go." It's the best. It's the best guideline. Yeah. Using using the wisdom of the heart, and using our intuition is is the absolute best guideline for understanding whether it resonates or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. People, humans like to be scared. There's some, there's some default that, that people like to be told that, that things are not going to go right. I don't know if it's exciting to them or I don't, I don't quite understand the fear connection, but, but many you know of these false prophets are peddling gloom and doom and people seem to eat it up. People seem to really like that kind of that kind of exciting, scary stuff. And they need, to, they need to understand that if it makes them feel awkward, if it makes them feel uncomfortable, it's, it's not. not true. Yeah. Well, that's, that's true. Um, let me share this with you. Um, Barbara Hanklout has been on my show before. Wonderful lady, does a lot of good channeling. And I, th- I, I need to get her back on my show. Um, 
um, she says that this fear, if I'm paraphrasing right, if I get this right, I'd have to make sure I understand right. But I think this fear from what she's written about comes from a collective consciousness, subconscious of when the world was destroyed by the Atlanteans 12,500 years ago. And we've been through cataclysms before. And so we've got this subconscious thing that's buried deep in our subconscious, even though it's quite old, thousands of years, it's still there. So people have this fear of a cladic, you know, like at the end of the, Art Bell, I'm, I'm sure you listened to him back in 2000. He was saying that the world would end on December, what was it, December 31st, 1999. And he was urging people to get, buy food and and live it up in the hills. So that's what I did. I bought a house out in the middle of nowhere. I bought $2,000 worth of food. And I got home after a long trip on December 31st. And I uh, went to sleep. Next morning I got up and the light switch worked. My cat was still there and the television still worked. And I looked outside and I said, everything looks the same. And could Art Bell be wrong? Well, you're right about Barbara Hanclough. She's a personal friend of ours. Oh, we great. Know, we know her theory about the cataclysms of Atlantis. And then plus Cullen has all this memory of Atlantis. So it, it makes good sense that it's collective fear that stirs it up. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think it, I think it'd be great if you if you invited her back on your show. Because Maybe you could have her on the show same time we are. We could all talk. You know, that's a great idea. I'll get a hold of her. I'll send her a note today. We were in discussions um, late last year about just setting up some dates, but then um, I had these death threats on me from Simon Parks and his three-letter agency friends, and I got kind of preoccupied. But uh, I, yeah, I should I should do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Thank you. Well, she she is a, an incredible wealth of of true true information, true information. and mm -hmm. people people need to hear not just what she has said in her books, but also listening to her live. Um, mm -hmm. she, she's an amazing person. So it'd be um, fun for all of us to be together on your show. That'd be great. Do we, have a, do we have another date scheduled? I don't remember. I don't have my calendar in front of me. If we don't... September 24th. That sounds like a good day to me. I'll, um, I'll invite her on. <coughs> you know, I'll, I'll invite her on. Um, we're going to say good good afternoon to you from now. Okay. Because it's good night for us. It's getting quite late. Okay, my friends. We get up, Ted, Ted, we get up at four o'clock in the morning, every morning, in, in which enables us to talk to people on different continents and different time zones. So normally, if we weren't speaking with you, we, we, would, be we would be sound asleep. Okay. Well, I hope I didn't put you to sleep tonight. But oh, you definitely didn't. did not. You definitely did not. It was worth we love we love sharing with you. It was definitely worth being with you on the show. It's just there's time. It's time to go now. Okay, my friends. So, uh, if you could give out your website again, so people could get a hold of you. Larkma l a a r k m a a dot com and Pia Orlean p i a o r l e a n e dot com. Okay, That's great. Again, All right. If, if you will ask your producer to send us the link to this show so we can share it with our followers, that'd be great. I'll, I'll send you the link. Um, um, yeah, no problem. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to do that. 
No problem. Yeah, no problem. Lovely to see both of you again. Thank you so much for coming on today. And much love to you and Larkma and your and all your beautiful um, supporters. Love to you, and we enjoyed this very much. We always enjoy connecting with you. And we keep you in our hearts always, Ted. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Well, I ask for and receive a lot of protection, and I really appreciate that. I still have to be careful. We are still in third density, but that's going to be changing here in 10 to 14 days, I'm told. So, we hope so. We hope so. It's happening. It's all up to us, isn't it? It is. It's all up to us to change the world. So anyway. Okay, my friends. Much right. love to both of you and Larkma. All right. Okay. Bye for now. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. That was P. and Cullen coming to us um, from Europe, and they've been channeling Larkma, which is a Plodeum collective for many years now, and I always love to have them on. Their next date will be on on September twenty-first, uh, 24th, and I think I will take their advice and and invite Barbara Hancloud uh, on to join us on this on the show. Uh, <coughs> I'll check to make sure that um, we got three hours then, so we'll have it, some extra time. Uh, Barbara Cl- Hancloud is a fabulous researcher, um, and um, she does a lot of work on on uh, Atlantis and our past lives, as well as work with the Pleiadians as well. So she's a great author. And I'd love to have her on. She originally, I think she was living in Michigan, and then she moved to uh, Salt Spring Island, which is a beautiful place just north of the San Juan Islands. Um, it's Salt Spring Island is in British Columbia, Canada, and it's it's uh, right middle of this this gorgeous waterfront area. But anyway, I'll, I'll get a hold of her, and we'll we'll have her on in in a few weeks. Um, I want to give everyone everyone some fun today, and teach them how to time travel. Um, and also talk to their guides and, and spirits. I actually have a mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to the other side. And I've been doing this now for, oh gosh, I don't know how many years, um, three, four, five years, uh, something like that. Uh, it's just $25 a week and I teach people everything I know about talking to the other side, uh, doing remote viewing and, and time travel. And I'll, I'll, teach you, I'll teach you all some things today. I think it'd be kind of fun. Um, if you want to time travel, there's several different ways to do it. The first thing you want to do is to make sure that you're well prepped and to well prepped means that, um, you want to get rid of any fluoride in your system. If you live in an American city, for example, 70% of the municipalities in the United States has, have fluoridated water and fluoride, fluoride is a poison. It doesn't help with, with cavities. That's a lie. Um, and it's design, it was put in the water after World War II. Um, when Nazi scientists came to the United States as Operation Paperclip, and they urged the Truman administration, they said, look, what you need to do to control the American people is to fluoridate their water. In other words, put fluoride in the water. That'll shut off their pineal gland, so they'll be controllable robots. Isn't that a great idea? So that's what they did under the lie of protecting teeth, which, which fluoride doesn't do. It's a poison. It also causes cancer long-term as well. So... Um, if you do live in a city which has fluoridated water, and many cities do, like Seattle, Portland, Los Angeles, um, you can get yourself a good water filter. Berkey water filter is excellent, but there's other ones out there as well. And you just fl- simply filter your water. And then after that, you get something called Arctic Scape Liver Oil, A-R-C-T-I-C, Scape Liver Oil. Mm-hmm. And you take that one um, capsule per day for two weeks. And um, from what my friends tell me it'll take out 
all the fluoride out of your system, including your pineal gland, within about two weeks. And then you can take one on a maintenance schedule, one every other day. There's nothing, there's nothing bad in it. it has good vitamin, vitamin D in it. It's good for you. Um, a good place to get it is Zebra Organics. I don't mind giving them a plug. They're an excellent um, uh, organic uh, herbal um, uh, vitamin distributor. They're out of uh, Palm, near Palm Springs in Southern California, and they have good prices too. Um, for a bottle of 120 capsules, it used to cost about $30, $35. I'm not sure what the price is today. But um, 120 capsules will last you probably up to four or five, maybe six months. Um, but that was, that was done after World War II, and it was done at the request of Adolf Hitler, who was in touch with the reptilians who told him, to, urged him to fluoridate the water supply in the concentration camps, because if they fluoridated the water supply, um, it shut off the pineal gland and turned the concentration camp inmates into docile, obedient servants. Um, and um, so this is all a, a true story. It's well, well documented. And so when these Nazi scientists came to the United States after 1945, they urged the U.S. government and as well as the British government and the French government, other, other governments to fluoridate their water. Now, the interesting thing is, is that um, I have relatives in southern Germany, and one of them is a director of a water supply company for a large municipality in Bavaria. And at, in that position, I asked him a couple of years ago, I asked him about fluoride in the water supply in Germany. And guess what? Fluoride is illegal to use in Germany in the water there. They knew, they know what Hitler did with the fluoride, so they banned it completely. Isn't that interesting? So um, you can, um, you, you can't, you don't drink fluoridated water in Germany at all. It's all illegal. Um, and people are welcome, welcome to check that out. Um, the other, the other thing too, in order to prep yourself to go to the other side is, is, uh, um, also, uh, one thing I should tell you, if you've taken the shot, the jab, um, the jab itself destroys your pineal gland, so you don't have any ability anymore to contact the other side. You have no connection with God. You become a biological robot. There is a way to reverse it, though. You can reverse it with ivermectin, hydrochloroquine. There's a bunch of remedies you can take, simple, inexpensive remedies. I've written up on several sheets. Um, they're not my remedies. They're from medical doctors I follow. Including Dr. Lee Merritt, excellent doctor out of Iowa. Um, I included her her, her um, informations on the sheets. And if you'd like a copy of the sheets, I'm happy to email it to you for free. Uh, my email is outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, or my other email is outofthisworldradio at protonmail.com, and I'd be happy to, to send it to you. At any rate, um, but you have to get your prep, self prep before you do any psychic work whatsoever. The first thing to do is to make sure that you're pineal gland is free of fluoride or you haven't taken the jab. If you have taken the jab, there's ways you can reverse that. Um, again, feel free to write me for a free sheet sheet on that to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. Um, the second thing you do is that you want to cover yourself completely with a cone of white light. White light is God's light. It's the perfect, perfect color of all the colors in the universe. If you took red, gr green, blue, yellow, orange, um, purple, and put them black and all like a paint bucket. And you put all the different colors, um, known colors into a giant paint bucket. Theoretically, it should come out white because white is the representation of all the colors. And, uh, that's what I've been told anyway. And it's also, white's also close, closest to God. Um, and, um, uh, from a, from a, from a spiritual sense, you want to 
cover yourself with a cone of white light and and then put your put a cone of mirrors around you facing outward to deflect any negativity this whole thing to, re, to reiterate about simon parks about a month or two putting urging everybody to create a square um cubic black box on top or around your head is complete nonsense please don't follow that you're just going to cause yourself harm and bite in some very negative entities and you don't want any problems but anyway you, you cover yourself with a white light you put a series of mirrors around you to deflect any negativity and then what i do too is that i always ask for help from my guardian angels and one of my favorites is archangel michael he's a warrior spirit and you just ask them to come in and cover him Cover, ask him to cover uh, yourself with um, um, white light and love. Um, and then also what I do is I always ask for a um, um, a uh, shield of, of lead around you. And um, lead helps. And then I also do the hue three times. The hue is a meditation technique to bring in the galactic alliance. And to do it, you just put your hand on your heart and go like this. Hue. Twice more. You and one more. You and the third thing I recommend doing. I hope you're taking notes. <laughs> the third thing you can do is to be in nature um, and to ground yourself. Like if you could put a chair or park bench and put your feet on the ground with grass, or walking along a beach somewhere out in nature because you can connect with Mother Earth and Gaia to get that good. Um, good energy from from the earth after you've done all that then you can you can do your psychic work if you don't take precautions however and if you don't protect yourself what you can do is that you can end up getting negative entities who will attack you and cause you problems um so it's it's a dangerous world we live in and it's good to to take precautions but know that um Help is there from God and the Galactics, and they, they will guarantee they will help you. There are several different ways, methods to do time travel. The method I like is to first visualize two copies of yourself, of your soul, and you put that right outside of you, right next to your body, uh, in the same time-space continuum, the same time-time you are. And then you leave one of those one of those um, copies with you, and then you can send the other one in the anywhere in the past anywhere in the present or anywhere in the future in this or other dimensions or other planets and other situations and other timelines and then um, when you're all done you bring that that um, replica of yourself back so you've left one copy of your, yourself here one soul copy and you've sent the other copy back in time for example you bring it back and then you merge the two copies together to one. So it's one uh, one copy and then you bring that one copy into your soul and then merge it with yourself. It's actually a very simple process. Um, I wouldn't vary any of those steps because what you can do is that if you do that, you can get lost in time and space and it's not much fun. And you can get, if you get lost, you may or may not be able to come back, <laughs> which wouldn't be much fun, believe me. But you can go back and watch... Um, Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. You can go back and go to a time when you had a good uh, baby birthday party with your parents or siblings or your first date. Um, or if you're married, when you first got married and met your sweetheart. A lot of things you can do with that. Um, you can also go anywhere in the present as well. You can, you can, um, you can see what, um, 
you can travel anywhere on the planet and just remote view things. That's one of the reasons, well, that's one of the ways you can do remote viewing. It's very easy to do. It's kind of like learning how to ride a bicycle. You can do it. The third, and also you can travel into the future. Now, the only thing is about traveling into the future is because Earth is a free will planet. It may or may not be um, accurate. And generally speaking, if you go out like 10 years, it may be only 80 to 90% accurate because people have free will and they can change the future if they want. So that's one thing you have to remember. And one thing I always remember as well. So, um, any rate, um, uh, if you go and you can, you can, um, you can ask for lots of things. Um, don't ever use um, any psychic abilities to harm anyone because if you harm people um, or the planet and you do you do negative things with your abilities, you will pay for that, and the guides will take away your abilities. That's what happened to Sylvia Brown. She was an excellent psychic, but then she started charging $5,000 for an hour reading. That's way excessive. And then her son started doing the same thing, charging thousands of dollars for a reading. That was clearly excessive, and he was taking advantage of people. And both Sylvia and her son lost their abilities to do any psychic readings whatsoever. So you have to be careful with that. You only have to you can use it for good purposes in a beneficial way. Um, you know, you, you shouldn't use it for any kind of negative things, because if you do, not only will those powers be taken away from you, but you will also, um, uh, you will also lose your abilities. So, um, just, just a warning. Um, I have a mentoring program where I teach people how to do this. It's just $25 a week or $100 a month or $500 for six months. If you're interested in that, please send me an email to out of this world. 1150 at gmail.com that's out of this world 1150 at gmail.com or you can send it to um um, um out of this world radio at protonmail.com that's out of this world radio at, at protonmail.com i myself have been here for tens of thousands of years uh this is my last lifetime before i rejoin my plidian family um as um and um, as a crew member um and on one of their ships and so I'm making the most I can from this particular lifetime. Um, one of the things uh, we talked about with P and Cullen, and they talked about the um, the changes coming. Um, I think we're going to get the medbeds released in October. Finally, after all these years of of us paying for it in the secret space program, I think they'll finally be there. So I want people just to hold on just a couple more months away now. Um, the med beds themselves, I'm told by my Plidian friends and galactic friends, it will heal all physical issues anyone has except for damage with the, with the, from the mRNA um, technology in the SHOT program. But everything else it will heal. Um, if you want to reverse damage from the mRNA um, SHOT program, there's healing prayers I can send you. If you ask for help from God and the Galactics, they will come in and help you. And um, the shop program itself is a death sentence only if you don't ask for help. Um, but there are but there are remedies out there, and uh, I don't want anyone. I know a lot of people have taken the shots, but don't get depressed if you have, because there's remedies for it, and you can completely heal yourself if you're careful and 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 ask for help. We're going into a beautiful new age, my friends, and the time is very short for third dimension. Within two weeks. The entire planet will shift into the uh, fourth dimension. This is the first time in the history of, of, of this Earth, this solar system, and this universe 
that an entire planet has shifted into fourth dimension in so quickly. Usually it takes, it can take several hundred thousand years for a planet like Earth to shift into the higher dimensions, but it's happening right now as I speak. The, um, as P. N. Cullen um, said, the negatives have already lost the, lost the war, but they're trying to extend it any way they can. That's why they're often getting so nasty. Nothing they do will stop the uh, evolution toward a higher and more beautiful um, planet. It's been decreed by the Supreme Being, the entity who created, the benevolent being rather, who created all that there is, um, that, that this planet shall ascend, and it's happening right now. We've tried six other times in the past at various, uh, for the last, I don't know how many years, to try to ascend to the higher dimensions. We tried in the 60s with President Kennedy, our dear President Kennedy, to ascend. And if he had lived and not been assassinated back on November 22nd, 1963, we would, we would now be in the fifth dimension. We would have been in the fifth dimension by 1968. And um, people would be living a beautiful and happy life, disease-free and we would be living in a true paradise. Um, our governments, um, our, all governments on this planet would be a lot smaller than they are now, and um, people would be living in peace and harmony. There would be no disease. People would be living for at least three to 400 years, and um, we would li be living in a paradise. That's where we are headed for right now. And if you, as a, as a suggestion, if you see people on the street, a homeless person, or if you know family and friends having a difficult try time, um, try to help them out, and I'm not saying financially, but give them words of wisdom or maybe some some um, um, solace or, or some kind words to help them out, because we're all or we're all in this together in this planet, all meant to create a much better and happier planet. That's our purpose. Our sole purpose is to help each other out and learn to become service to others, and we're getting there. Um, we will be in fifth dimension in a little more than two years. And as I said, this is the first time this has happened in this universe. No, nowhere else has this ever happened. Um, if you look up in the night sky, you will see you will see so many so many ships up there. Um, the Pleiadians currently have uh, six point five million uh, vessels orbiting this planet. Um, the Arcturans have uh, three point two million. They just went up from three point one. A couple days ago to 3.2 now they've added into so we have a lot of, benef of benevolent positive extraterrestrials who are helping us on our spiritual journey right now and there's no turning back there's no way for the negatives to re reverse it um they can create as much havoc and misery on this planet as they like but it's not going to be successful i guarantee it and um next next month and into october on, uh, we'll be talking all about these new, these, these new changes uh, which which are coming, and um, they're happening now as as I speak. Um, the purpose of humanity, the purpose of humankind, is not to fight, is not to quarrel, is not to hurt each other, is not to have war upon each other, but to live peacefully in harmony. And peace, and this is the this is what we're we're headed for right now. For our children, this is an exciting time, because many of the kids that being born right now are star seeds who have come from somewhere else to be um, with us now uh, at this historic uh, moment in humanity's history. And I know from what I've seen, I've I've done some timeline searches and looked into the into the uh, into the future. Um, people in the future, born in the future, will ask. 
what did you do during the ascension? How did you help with the ascension? Uh, what was it like? It was kind of, it'd be kind of like asking your parents or um, older relatives or friends, what did you do during World War II or Vietnam War or the Korean War? They would ask about those kinds of things in the past. So this is, this is a great historical event. And so um, try to treat as much, try to, try to create as much peace and, and harmony in the world as you can um, and know that the negatives are, are on their way out. You may ask yourself, well, what happens to negative? What will happen to negative people and people who aren't awake? Well, um, they're not going to be here for very much longer. They will be exiting. Um, and the spirits and the angels, when, when, when they tell me that others, these people who haven't woke up will be exiting, um, many of them will be dying, which is unfortunate. But they will be will be dying, and they will be going off to to another planet, where they will work out their karma, um, and hopefully make uh, better better choices um, again. Um, many of the spirits um, on this planet who have been here on this earth were in Atlantis twelve thousand five hundred years ago when that civilization was destroyed. Um, George Bush Senior, for example, he was president, of course, back in the early nineteen nineties. He was present during the Atlantean times, and he also made bad choices back then and ended up destroying much of the planet, planet Earth, with crystalline and nuclear technology. Um, he came back. He had a choice to make the Earth a better place, but he said he didn't. He chose the New World Order with an intent to slave humanity, and he now has left the, the planet and is now on a um, uh, lower third-dimensional planet on the other side of the solar system. I wish him well, um, and hope that he'll make better choices. I think, um, actually, I have I have had some limited contact with President, former President Bush Senior, and he wants to make better choices this time. It's too bad that um, he he wanted he didn't realize he should make better choices until he had passed on and was on the other side. But I wish him well. Um, um, Adolf Hitler is on this lower third dimensional planet on the other side of the solar system now, and I'm told by my angels. That he's going to create another fascist little, he's going to try to create a fascist little dictator empire uh, on this new, on this other lower third dimensional planet. Um, and he will, perhaps he'll, I hope he'll make better choices this time and realize he was wrong. And he was wrong in World War II and he's, he's going to be wrong on this new, new other planet. But again, uh, once a, um, a soul is created, once the energy is created, it, it doesn't, it isn't. Um, it doesn't go anywhere. It, it just simply um, transforms itself. And um, one of the biggest learning um, places in this entire universe is planet Earth, where we're all here. To, it's like a big school where we're all here to learn lessons and uh, hopefully learn from our lessons, so we don't repeat them. Uh, life is a gift. Um, there is. Um, there are. There were a lot of souls who wanted to come to this earth at this time to be part of this ascension. And I just heard last night from um, a psychic friend of mine, and she had heard that there's actually a, a waiting list <laughs> to be born on this planet, believe it or not. There's a boarding, there's a waiting list uh, right now um, to be, to be born. So there's a lot of souls who want to come in. They would be coming in as, as part of this uh, new higher dimensional earth. Um, a lot of people I know who've passed away in the last couple of years are actually going to be walk-ins in the future where they will, um, let's say a, a soul or a person's not happy with what their life is right now. And the, the, what, so what happens, the soul will leave their body, go back to the creator, 
and one of these walk-ins will come in and take over their body to live out their lives. So if you've ever seen, um, if you've had a friend, for example, or a family member, and they're not very happy, but suddenly their personality completely changes within within a couple of days or a couple of weeks. And that's true that they have had a walk-in from somebody else come into their come into their body, taking over their body. So they they look they may look physically the same, but they're not the same because there's there's no they're no longer the same person that they that they used to be. That's going to be happening quite a bit as people souls come back. Um, a lot of souls um, took the vaccine thinking that it would help them, and they found out just the opposite that it would that it actually killed them. Um, for those people, some of them will be coming back as walk-ins. Um, others will be going to this, this new planet on, on the other side. Um, for children who've been, um, uh, who've been taken the shot and, and died as a result, the Galactics and the Pleiadians said that they would be helping them, which is good. And they will be coming back as walk-ins for the, for the beautiful new earth. Um, as Matthew Speak says from Susie Ward, um, he said on, on last Saturday's program that anyone advocating um, a shot for a little little boy or girl, 5 to 12 years old uh, or younger, um, are criminals. Um, and especially for the ones now that they're uh, Fauci and the rest of them advocating shots for babies 6 months to 4 or 5 years old. This is nothing but criminal, uh, a criminal activity. Um, and these people should be dealt with harshly and be forced to pay for their sins, crimes against humanity. Um, I cannot speak too harshly about that. Um, this is what I'm getting from the angels and God. Anyone advocating the murder of the young children with the VAX program can only be dealt with uh, uh, with like-kind uh, remedies. That's the only thing I can say about that. And if you're a doctor or a pharmacist or a healthcare professional who's given out these shots knowingly to young children and you knew what would happen to them, that they would die, there's a special place in hell reserved for you. And I guarantee you will meet your maker um, and you will not be part of the ascension. So um, people think that they can get away with anything that they like uh, on this planet, but they can't. You cannot run away from God. And this is a time of truth that things that are true will become evident as being true. And those that are false will be shown to be false and fall by the wayside. So this is what's happening now. You're going to see that, especially this fall and um, this October that um, there's going to be even more revolutions. I don't see Biden being in office much longer. I know I've seen him leaving the office within the next two months. He will be gone, as will Justin Trudeau out of out of Canada. He will be gone as well. Um, I'm not sure what will replace um, both, uh, both so-called leaders. Um, I know that the White Hats right now are talking about creating a uh, council of government. In other words, there would be a, a council of of um, I don't think that, I don't know if they'd be elected or selected or what, but they'd be a council of people uh, who would make decisions for the federal government uh, in the United States. It'd be a lot it'd be a lot smaller than it is now, but this dovetails with what Nostradamus told me uh, about ten to fifteen years ago. He said that government in the future um, would not be as big as it is now. He he told me specifically that having all the power invested into one person as president is too much power for one person. Um, on the other hand, on the other extreme, having a large Congress, especially with the House of Representatives with over, what, 400 members, and even the Senate is too unwieldy because there's so many people. It would be a smaller uh, smaller government 
uh, Nostradamus said. And from what I've been told by authoritative uh, sources recently, um, that's what's happening. They're creating, they're starting the, the, the planning now for a smaller, like a council, a spiritual council where people will be selected on spiritual values as far as leading the United States into this beautiful uh, new age. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how things uh, work out. Um, this council of, of government, form of government, um, that Nostradamus mentioned is also contained in Dolores Cannon's book called Conversations of, with Nostradamus. There's three volumes to it. And um, he talks about the count, this council as a form of government for the United States in the future. Her books are still being published by Ozark Mountain Publishers, and you can get a copy of it still. And you can, you can double check and read all about it there. And Nostradamus, whom I'm in contact with frequently now, great guy. I love talking to him. Um, he says the same things, that they will be having this new council of government and where people will be, be selected on spiritual values and not necessarily an election. They'll have the popular support of the people they serve, but it, it, it won't be, it'll be different. It'll be a far better and more responsive uh, government. Most of their tasks will, um, will be associated with um, um, being an interface between the pe people and humanity of this planet and, um, and um, the relations with other benevolent extraterrestrials off-planet. Um, but for the most, for most people on this planet, um, you won't have government in your face like you do now. You will not have a police state, state government that will be regulating people's activities and trying to control their thoughts, um, and make, and force them to go a certain way, um, because we will truly have freedom and that will come with the, um, new government that is being formed as I speak. President Kennedy and Jackie Kennedy, of course, are all are working with that now, as is uh, President Washington, President Jefferson, President Lincoln, um, are all working with this new type of government that is being um, created. Um, they um, are looking, are also um, looking to see uh, what the Plydeans and the Salosians have done with, with respect to their own evolution. I was contacted by Adama three, four year, weeks ago. And he wants, he wants me to write a fourth book on, uh, with, with plenty and help, um, on, uh, the lessons we can learn from their evolution, uh, from, from the, from the hollow earth, uh, experience as well as the Plydean experience in formulating and creating a beautiful new society for the fifth dimension. Um, I think it'll be an important book and an important contribution to the discussion on this planet as to what kind of life we wish to create in the future. So, and I think it's a good idea for all of us to look at our beautiful Plutian brothers and sisters and our beautiful brothers and sisters in the hollow earth about what kind of life, what kind of planet and what kind of, um, smaller government we wish to have. How do we want to structure our lives uh, among the Plutians, for example, and the, the, the Telosians, they actually work, um, four to six hours and then play four to six hours. Um, they, they work at a, at a, at a job, if you will, like a teacher or a scientist, um, or a researcher for half the day. And then the rest of the day they work and they do what they love to do. And that'd be a, a wonderful way to, to live. Um, they live in peace and harmony with each other. Um, the people of the hollow earth live for at least a thousand years, as does the people of the Pleiades. Um, people of Telos actually, uh, their origins are Lemuria 
and before Lemuria, they came from the Pleiades to to see this planet. It's a long history. Uh, I've been to Telos many times. I was just there yesterday, and um, it's a beautiful place. Very very high vibration. They have healing rooms within Telos. It's a little bit like our our med beds, but it's done on a spiritual um, spiritual plane. Uh, and the Pleiadian, um, the Pleiadians also have um, healing facilities on their um, on their ship as well. Again, similar technology like the med beds, but more on the spiritual spiritual level. And they always try to heal people um, on a spiritual level first when you go into one of these med beds because all diseases have a spiritual basis. If you look at the word disease, you split into two: disease that means disharmony. So if you heal the spiritual ground for whatever physically heals, hurts you, or bothers you, you will instantaneously get a, you should be able to instantaneously get a physical healing. So the two are interrelated with each other. And um, our doctors will will realize that. 5,000 years ago in ancient Egypt, um, there were doctors um, there, of course, and they realized this physical, spiritual connection. And um, uh, when I was in um, Egypt, when I was in Luxor, back in December of 99, on a tour of the, a tour of the Nile, um, the, the hydroglyphs, this guide explained it to me. He said, every disease has a spiritual reason or is a dis, has a dis-ease um, uh, foundation. And that was one quote I remembered. It was written in hydroglyphics on this, uh, on one of the temples in Luxor. And it's something that uh, it's still it's still true today. Many of the the Pleiadians, actually, from what I've been told, uh, the refugees from the Pleiades are one of those are the some of the people who helped they helped the indigenous uh, Egyptians build the um, build the pyramids. And I don't know a lot about them. I, I was I have been there before. I don't know a lot about them, but um, but we're going we will be undergoing a healthcare revolution. Um, this year, especially as many doctors and, and nurses, unfortunately, um, die off from, from taking the jab. It's, I think a lot of them, it's a shame. They're beautiful people. A lot, you know, most of them I'm sure want to, want to truly help humanity with better health. But unfortunately the school systems that they went to brainwashed them into thinking that big pharma had all the answers and to trust government and they won't be able to trust government in the future because Government won't be around, and, and government, as you've seen, is, is, has done nothing but hurt, hurt humanity. But they'll find out the hard way that that was the wrong choice to make. I wish them well in their choices. And again, to reiterate, there are, there are lots of different um, remedies available, inexpensive, cheap, inexpensive remedies, cheap things you can do to help yourself and get better and, and live through it. Um, to reiterate again, if anyone wants a, a remedy sheet, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, or you can write me at outofthisworldradio at, at protonmail.com. This is an exciting time for all of us to be alive on this earth right now. Um, time is actually shifting up, and it's moving very rapidly and very fast. In the next 10 to 14 days, the planet as a whole <coughs> be shifting into the fourth dimension. If you find yourself, for example, and and you've got a spouse and you suddenly start able or able to <coughs> read their minds, it's perfectly normal. <laughs> It'll be perfectly normal. And this talent <coughs> of reading others' minds will become easier and easier and easier to the point where you'll be on a street perhaps 
<coughs> you'll be on a street perhaps and you'll be able to read others minds as well let me see if i've got some water here mm. well i'll get i'll get my my water when we're, when we're done but um i have a mentoring program where i teach people <coughs> how to talk to the other side and if you'd like to like to become part of that, just send me an email again to out of this world eleven fifty at gmail dot com. I think all of you uh, will enjoy my new book coming out, Journey Journey to the Other Side. It's going to be self published, with lots and lots of colored pictures on how to talk to the other side, pictures of spirits and orbs and nature divas, and also include a large section on how to talk to benevolent extraterrestrials. Um, for, for any of you who doubts if the, if there's light out there beyond this planet, all you have to do is look up in the night sky with a good set of binoculars. Try to get away to a place in nature where there's not a lot of light pollution, and you'll see all the craft circling around and going around. They're all there, and they're, they're there to help us. Most of us here, many of us here, are from the Pleiades. Uh, we've been here a long time. One of the things that happened... And I disagree with this is that we were we we came here, we were dropped off, some of us were dropped off, but they they pursued a policy of non interference um and left us alone for many many thousands of years um and they did it out of respect for cosmic law, I think um that you're not supposed to you're not supposed to interfere with a developing civilization like ours, but the time now. Um, and but now they've 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 decided to come in and help us, and I'm so grateful for their help. They're beautiful people. They're just like us. If you met a Pleiadian on the street, um, they actually would be in a in a higher dimension. But pretty soon we're going to be in the higher dimension, so we'll, we will all be in the same dimensions. Um, for people who like maybe lost their relatives or lost parents or sisters or brothers or family or friends or even pets, as we shift into the fourth dimension in the next two weeks. And then again, into the fifth dimension in two years, you'll be able to see them physically in your eye because you'll be uh, in the fourth and then fifth dimension. So you'll be able to see them spot on in, in real time. That'll also happen with the Telosians as well because you'll be able to see um, the people of Telos walking around Mount Shasta. That's going to be start happening later this year. Um, there's been a big battle recently um, around Mount Shasta with the reptiles um, and the greys and such nefarious negative in, in, uh, organizations like the Central Intelligence Agency, the corrupt FBI, the corrupt NSA, and the corrupt Biden government trying to take over Mount Shasta and the portals. Um, and they're actually trying to get into the hollow earth to take that over as well. That will not be allowed. I'm sorry, but the technology that the Pladeans and the, um, uh, the people of Telos have uh, is about fifty to 80,000 years ahead of what the negative parts of the U.S. government have. So I'm sorry, friends, my the negative friends, um, they, will not, they will not allow you into the hollow earth, and they can fight back and destroy you in a blink of an eye if necessary. They're not going to do that, but um, um, the planet now is shifting, and there's nothing that the negatives can do, absolutely nothing. So just like they said, um, just like Data said on Star Trek, resistance is futile, and resistance is futile to the to the to this beautiful new Earth that we're we're headed into right now. I want everyone today to have a beautiful and happy weekend. And when you run into a homeless person on the street, no matter where you live, treat them with some kindness. 
and um, and give them as much love and, as you can. If you have a couple dollars or whatever currency you have, give it to them with some words words of wisdom. I can't tell you how much I appreciate all your love and support for my show. My show was started um, eight. Um, I'm getting on yeah eight nine years ago now, uh, almost nine years ago, to help with the ascension and um, help people. Um, uh, have better lives and wake up to this beautiful new earth. Um, we're, we're all gods and goddesses, as Zora says from the, as Zora says many times, and it's up to us to create our beautiful future. Dr. Moda was right when he said that uh, love and gratitude are the most important power and powerful forces in the universe. And as was the Beatles, the Beatles said, all you need is all you need is love. And uh, uh, my show's a uh, nonprofit listener supported show. And if you'd like to support us, just go to my, Website, please, um, on BBS, or please go to www.outofthisworld1150.com and feel free to contribute whatever you like on the PayPal uh, button. I also do give readings. I'm happy to help anyone out with any spiritual questions. If you have a spiritual question, just uh, write me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. With lots, with lots of love to all of you today, thank you so much for listening and um, supporting my show. I know if we all work together, we can create a much better and happier planet. Bye-bye, everyone. I'll see you at 3 o'clock in two hours. I'll be back on here in just two hours. Bye-bye, everyone. Much love to everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> 